about it. But, uh, okay. You're Captain Positive. You don't <laughs> then I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with, and I've started, by the way. Yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> he does this. Sneak attacks. <laughs> well, you know, because usually, it's, again, it's kind of the same thing. Like, I'll just kind of start that way everyone. But sometimes, like, I, man, we had a Comic-Con one time. I thought he knew. We were like minute 19. Steve Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I knew that you did that. Because yeah. I was like, Steve Guy. I was like, wait, you've been recording this whole time? But like three I'm minutes into shit about everybody in AIW the whole time. But three minutes into it, Brian made a comment about like, uh, uh, about us. He was like, yeah, that's why we're recording now because this is good stuff. Yeah. And then like at ni- minute 19, he's just like, we've been recording this whole time. Yeah. We've been talking about Major League Three for yeah, 15 yeah. minutes. And I'm like, it's good stuff. I had a lot to say on it. That's why it was 15 minutes. Hey, Steve's a good. He, Steve's rolling with a guy. He's all right. Oh yeah, he, he just kept revisiting. He's like, I, I still really can't believe that we've been recording this whole time. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not. It's not a game I play. I just, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, I gotcha. So, very few. Andre not had a good one too. He's like, we were about a minute and a half in. It was the second time he was on. We were about a minute and a half in, and I've known Andre since we were kids. And uh, he's like, well, I do have a look. Nah, you know what? Let's just start the podcast. I'm like, we've been going. <laughs> and then you could see in his, in, his, in his eyes, he's like replaying the last 90 yeah. seconds. He's like, on TV, man. did I shit on anyone in the organization? <laughs> but on he TV, was good. You can't do that to me. But he was good. No, he was okay. He actually likes it. He's like, because I get to, he's like, I get to talk about shit here that I obviously can't talk about mm-hmm. in my sure. job. I was like, yeah, obviously you can't talk about all the things that we just talked about. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to organically bring that into a you know an, inter- an on-field interview after a double header. Yeah, that's awesome. So I didn't I did not know that. Uh, I, well, I don't really pay it that much attention, truthfully, anymore. Like to, to certain movies because there's just so many of them, and I can't even keep track. Like I still have not, and I'm never going to see you all can. the. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure you can, but I still have not seen like some people are just like, "Hey, did you see the third Thor?" I'm like, "No, I'm. St- I just finished the first one. I can't get caught up. I'm just there's just too many. I wish I could, but like also like it's really hard for me to sit down with my wife and be like, tonight it's gonna be Thor: Dark World, so get yeah. ready. And she's like, "No, Oof. we're not watching that at all. <laughs> we're gonna watch this movie that I picked out several weeks ago." Yeah. <laughs> you, you go, uh, you go video store route. Like this is this is what we're stuck. With. Oh, that's why I got the TV down here. Like yeah. sometimes, sometimes like if work's really really slow, I'll slowly watch a movie over the course of a day. There you go. If I get a couple pockets here, I'll be like, cool. Like that's how I rewatched Desperado like two weeks ago. <laughs> that's a good movie. I love that movie. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so this is a great first meeting for the very first time. I've never spoken to either one of you. Um, just so we're all clear. Thank you. We've never ever talked. Thank you so much for having me for the first time, Joe. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, I guess we can introduce Why don't you go first? Why don't you introduce yourself? You're the, the newest one. Sure. Uh, well, my name is Mike Went, and I am, I, I work for the Greater Cleveland Film Commission. So a lot of my job entails uh, scouting and helping movies uh, hopefully select to come here to Northeast Ohio. Um but you know, hey, I'm kind of a Cleveland guy. Uh, I grew born and raised, and um, you know, I I don't know. I I kind of live. Man, your job is so much cooler than that. <laughs> no, wait, well, I, I hope so. Well, yeah, uh, I, I, I stopped to, listening. Well, I, I get. To... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I well, I, I, I had a, a bit of an idea about what you did. That's why this when when Ryan suggested, I was like, this is actually a good. 
you two can really kind of riff off each other. Yeah, I mean, I mean, th there's a lot of cool things. Like, I get to talk to a lot of kind of high-profile people, and sometimes they always forget my name. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but you know, the ver at the very least, it is uh, an opportunity to hopefully get some people some work here. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I appreciate just when people when they kind of get a sense that something's going to be happening, it's, you know, my phone starts to kind of blow up and some people that I haven't heard from for a while, all the, all of a sudden want to talk to me a bunch with, you know, but I'm okay with that. I was just it's, thinking about you the other yeah. day. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, but, but no, it, it's one of those things where I, I, I really like kind of doing, doing this and, you know, I've got to meet great people through my work, including uh, Mr. Ryan Kelly over there. Hey, so. who's the other guest? Ryan Kelly. How you doing? Yes. I've actually <laughs> met him a couple times. No, yeah. I, met, I met you at the, I met you at Transition. That was you, when you I did, met you. With, yeah. the comedy special. Yeah, because Brian was just like, hey, there's a guy here listen to our podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't happen. I do. I enjoy your podcast. I do. No, I do appreciate that. So he's like, natural. And it didn't really matter what you did. As soon as I found out you were a fan, I was like, I have to have him on. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't really encounter that that often. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> I think a lot of people listen, but just, I will. And the reason I say this because, like, in the last in the last month, I've had I've run into two past guests, and they both didn't know who I was. <laughs> like the first, and I understand both of it because the like one was Squire who apologized immediately the next day. Like I yeah. I, I woke up to a message from Squire like two in the morning. I was like, dude, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm like you talk. I mean, how many people does that guy talk to in a week? I'm I'm oh, not sure. surprised. I've only met him one time for like two hours, right here. <laughs> and then the other one was I don't care. She ain't listening. The other one was uh, <laughs> the other one was the same too. It was uh, Eileen Dorsey. You know, she's a really amazing artist. But I mean, Mike, the amount of people she probably encounters throughout a, 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 a oh, week. Yeah. You know, I walked into her studio during uh, I don't know. It was one of those uh, things over. I don't remember what it was. My wife took me there. But uh, I was like, oh, Eileen, oh, let's walk in there. And my wife even was just like, do you think she'll remember you? I'm like, probably. Like, we, we, we spoke for two hours. <laughs> I walk in, and she's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, good, how are you? She goes, well, just let me know if you have any questions. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have any questions at this time, but thank okay. you. Also, I can't afford any of this. <laughs> and then that was the end of it. But uh, So really, I guess technically one didn't remember me, but I'm, I'm sure there's more. <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I enjoy the podcast. I've listened to a couple, you know, I've, I've multiple friends and acquaintances that have been on, uh, um, so I was definitely aware of it, and... Uh, you know, it's it's it's. I like, you know, local. It kind of keeps. It it enables me to keep up with people that I don't usually get to keep up with. So it's like, oh, yeah, you can hear Steve. I'm like, what's Steve doing? Okay, yeah, I spent a lot of time with Steve and or, or pants or whoever else that you have on. You know, just there's a couple of different people, but yeah, yeah. No, I enjoy the show. I appreciate so it. Thanks for having us on. For sure, of course. Thanks for coming in, especially on Father's Day. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day. Oh, are you both fathers? Thank you. I am. He. Good. I'm a cat, cat father. Yeah, that counts. It's a cat daddy. <laughs> yeah, cat, there you go. That's the shirt you need. Just got our third. So. You need that shirt, cat daddy. <laughs> cat daddy Mike. So yeah. Ryan, brief, go over it briefly. I know you work at Transition. I yes. know what you do, but give a quick rundown of uh, of what you do, and then uh, we can start. Then I'll yeah. start firing questions about the ideas I have. Yeah. <laughs> that hopefully you guys will put in development. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm the vice president of Transition Studios. I basically overlook all operations and productions that we have going on. But I'm also directing a docu series on girls wrestling. Um, that is my day job. I 
do some other things. You know, I'm still. I'm. I'm actually. Mike and I have a little production company that we've done a couple things with. Yeah. Um, with our friend Jesse and and Conrad and Chris Webb and uh, a couple other collective people that we work with just on fun stuff on the side that'll hopefully become non-fun stuff and real stuff yeah. in time. We're kind of like right now, like the Fellowship of the Ring or like Lord of the Rings. We're like we're all kind of doing our own things yeah. right now. But one day we're going to come back together. Yeah, and- <laughs> Voltron. Yeah, the Wu Tang Clan of yeah of Cleveland. Nice, nice. That's actually yeah. I actually like both those references. Yeah. Mike is the RZA. Mike would be the RZA. I think. Yeah, which one would you be? Are you RZA? Hmm. No one wants to be ODB, especially present day. I mean, Conrad's kind of ODB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, let's, yeah. Chris would be the Jizza. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Who's Meth? Which one of you is Method Man? Swoop. Swoop would probably be Method Man. Yeah. I think it's great that you, I don't have nine friends to even play this game with. <laughs> I, I think, well, I'm running out of people. <laughs> You're already, like, my wife. Like I'd have to, face. Yeah, yeah like, I'd have to include my wife and dogs in this. I just don't have enough actual <laughs> friends to be like... I'm like Rudy. Rudy's probably Ghostface. Because yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. That's cool. I, that's it's. I remember when I originally came across your name was from our mutual friend. He sent it over, and then I started oh, yeah. kind of digging into what you do. It was cool, and then obviously I met you the night of uh, uh, Raj's show. Yeah. The um the studio is amazing. It, it really really is. It's I've never. Thank you. I mean I wouldn't. I have no reason to have been there before. Sure. But. Uh, yeah, it's a really, really impressive studio, and where everything was shot, everything, it was really, really, imp- I was really impressed. We all were. Everyone, nice. I heard multiple people in the crowd, people that I came with, I came with a decent-sized group, but they're all yeah. like, this is just impressive. It's, it's a really, really cool thing. Yeah. It was we very cool up. that you had the after party in your office, because yeah. <laughs> my uh, just changing everyone, just like leaving like shit in people's desks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, our CEO Sean likes to throw parties for sure, yeah. and he's good at it. And we, we usually like to throw them in our office because you know, we, we, when we found that office space, it was really kind of tied to you know I, I graduated from CSU Film School and I worked a lot with them and getting you know interns in and, and getting them you know on set work experience, et cetera, et cetera. And we also knew that it was it was good to have some kind of video production company within. NPR uh, downstairs and, and Idea Stream, and then in Playhouse Square itself. So when Sean was looking for a new place, and I was able to kind of connect us to him to that, and then I ended up starting to work with him a lot more. Uh, it just became it was it just became a really nice place at work. Now expanding, but yeah, when it comes to uh, when we have events, like we throw parties, man, and we have open bar, and 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 it, they're usually like a ton of fun and. Uh, we've, we've had a couple of them now and this was this was kind of the first kind of I don't know let's say a test of of how this thing could potentially work down the road we'll see I don't know you know what's gonna happen with that or anything like that but uh, but yeah we like Sean likes throwing parties and he's pretty damn good at it yeah but, it was definitely a good party because yeah. there was a there was a moment right after the show my wife and I were just like all right let's just we'll, we'll say bye to everybody we'll have one drink and then we'll go and then that fell apart <laughs> and, and i mean it fell apart like i didn't have to ask my wife if she wanted another drink like she was there like she well, was she was already she bar. was talking it's oh, hard yeah. to, it's hard to turn down that full she was talking bar. and yeah. making jokes and like kind of ribbing people i'm like she wants another drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i just went and got her when she's like thanks i was about to ask and then you know 
we ruined Saturday. But either way, we <laughs> had fun. Right. No, we had fun. It was it was a really cool show. It was a really fun time. Great. Yeah, and then we started really getting into some of the stuff that you guys do. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot that you guys are involved in. Probably both of you. Because what is the name of your production company? Uh, our Mike and I. Yes. Uh, we do. It's called Go for Launchpad Productions. Okay. Uh, yeah, we just, we've done. Mike and I worked on a couple things together. We worked on a, a short proof of concept called Hobby, which is Jesse had wrote and directed. Our other partner. Um, uh, and we did the Russo brother project. The uh, Russo brother project. Which one's that? Um, that's free. Oh right, that's right. We did. Oh, I thought it was about to be one you worked on without you. I always forget about that. (laughs) No, no, yeah, we. I forgot about it because it's so. I thought you'd be like, oh shit, actually, I didn't (laughs) include you in that one. (laughs) Yeah, it was in the middle of like the worst part of the pandemic. Yeah. Well, it it was uh, the Russo brothers have this uh, contest called um, No Sleep Till Film Fest. It's like it's basically like the forty-eight hour film contest that they threw, um, and they did the first iteration of it last year they just did the second one yeah um so we were fortunate to be named one of the honorable, honorable mentions. mentions yeah oh cool um and uh actually another team from cleveland just got an honorable mention for the second year that they they just had yeah lawhorn yeah his team. so like jake barkis uh, oh josh lawhorn yeah 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 uh ostrich eyes is that what he has coming out soon no, oh. something with the fathers or something. Like yeah, it, it's, it's it's pretty it's, it's pretty, pretty entertaining. Oh, and Barkus, both guys who've been on. Barkus yeah. was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, he was great, and Josh was awesome. Yeah, Funny yeah. Guys. those guys are doing some pretty cool stuff. That's cool. Yeah, so, I don't usually mention free because <clears throat> I work for the Russos and I've talked to I, I sure talk with the family and I'm like uh, I don't want you to think that that's how we got. It. Oh right, no oh, honorable no, mention. No, <laughs> no I, I don't think that's it. I, I okay. think we actually I think no, we ours, did it. it was we good. get a job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I I feel confident in saying that we did a good yeah. job. So but that's that, and Conrad directed that one, and then uh, the the other we did this. Uh, we, there's this guy out in Paris, Ohio, mm. uh, which is outside of Canton. Uh, it's this wonderful human being named Bill Patterson, and Billy. We shot hobby on his place, and he's like, I really want to get more involved. And we're like, yeah, uh, we should do something. He's like, I want to make a TV show about my life. And we're like, oh, oh uh, okay, <laughs> oh sure. sure. And then we got into his life, and we're like, well, it's really, this was really interesting. He owns a septic pumping business, so he does that. Porta potties. Porta potties, and then he's the dump truck business. But he also, like, flies. He flies airplanes. He's got his own airplane. Oh. Yeah. We were going to call it the shit show. It was, that was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, he's such a nice, like, <laughs> humble guy that it didn't really make sense to call it the shit show because he's not a shit guy. So. That's actually and that's that's actually how I ended up at transition. Yeah, because we ended up shooting this pilot, and Sean liked it, and we brought it into tra- Sean because of AGTV. We thought it would fit on AGTV, and it wasn't the right fit. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't AG enough American well, Gospel. And then so, also yeah. that it's basically how you know, kind of going back to the the transition space was at one time we were helping Billy trying to find. Um, a a place because he's based in Paris, Ohio. So yeah. he wanted like a Cleveland operations place. Yeah, and so we were we were looking for all these places for him because we're well, yeah. It was, we were like we'll put the, we'll we'll share space with the, for Launchpad. Yeah, like, yeah. And then we're like at that place, and we're like, yeah, that's a it's a good it's a good place. Yeah, and then <laughs> ultimately, oh, sorry, when <laughs> when uh, when Ryan started, it's like to, a thirty dollar mic. You know, <laughs> some of them. Be careful Jeez. when he started talking. It's with pretty Sean. early on for you to get this aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> 
I talk with my hands. Oh, <laughs> no, when he started talking to Sean, then, yeah, they kind of went into that that space and it became like transitions new homes yeah it's kind of weird how it all roundabout way when you were talking about like the 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 project wasn't agtv enough when you're creating anything do you do you have to think that far down the road about who you're going to shop it to or or is it just just because i i understand why you would have to because you're like well when this is all said and done it has to go somewhere Mm -hmm. all this was for nothing but Mm -hmm. I, i yeah i mean that's well, you, you, I, is, I don't know. I, I guess when I think about that, like, it, does that does it kind of influence, or does it kind of influence the project? It doesn't. It didn't influence our. Pro, it didn't influence this project. We knew <clears throat> Billy was such a nice guy, and we knew that Sean had this streaming service that he had just started, and it was pretty. It was getting pretty successful. We had known Sean. I'd met Sean a couple times before, and, and Mike and knew Sean. Yeah, and we were like, you know, it was almost like. If we could help him, you know, build his his kind of this new streaming service he's got, this could help because it's not it's something that's local. It's not that far. His team wouldn't have to go that far to make this show. Okay, and, so, and he could probably make it for a pretty decent price and get it out and and do something sp- special with it. But for many many reasons, it, it it just hasn't worked out the way it will, the way we hope it will. Yeah. In time, we're not going to like, we've just, you know, it's it's still there and we still talk to Billy and we still want to make this happen. And we will in time. It's just, it's going to have to be the right time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and we'll have to have the right, somebody needs to be with, somebody has to be with Billy 24 hours a day. Like that's how that show needs to, is going to have to get made because they get these calls and then they got to go and it could be a nightmare or it could be just, you know, just, a, they just go pump it poop out of the septic pump <laughs> yeah you don't know when it's gonna when yeah, it's gonna turn so it's, in, yeah for us to like try to recreate or kind of make it just doesn't seem authentic and it doesn't work as smoothly as we'd like it to be so i think shit shows a perfect name for it i think so too <laughs> but i understand the <laughs> but he's just like if you ever meet him he's just the absolute nicest man yeah and, uh never you know he's he really wants to like go out and help people and spread this like really positive message of like recovery and all these things and yeah and it was like shit show. It's just, I mean, it's perfect name, but it doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do him any justice. It might actually fit everything except for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and okay. His his story. So well, that's uh, good. Well, I'm glad you yeah. mentioned like you know, uh, kind of highlighting and putting more things. Where a lot of people that come on are just like that. They're big Cleveland supporters. Sure. Uh, so doing those things are is is cool. I, I love seeing that. I, I, I really, really do. You know, I, I, I forget sometimes and, and just get really like how many people are from like this this area that you're like, really? They they're from here too? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, it's weird. Oh, yeah. We got some bad ones, some serial killers, but we got some really good ones too. <laughs> you know? So how did I'm really fighting the urge to not call you George. <laughs> because it was such a big Cheers fan, and when sure, I went, I'm sure. like, no fucking, uh, I gotta remind myself to not call you George. <laughs> um, but uh, outside, obviously, you have to be a, a fan of, of movies and film and things like that. But how did you kind of get to where you are? Oh, that um, I, I will. I guess I'll kind of try to truncate it. But um, you know, always been interested in in filmmaking, and sure. I, I really kind of attribute a lot of it to my grandfather was was always somebody who he was always buying like the new camera or uh you know at the time like he was one of the first people that uh, according to my dad was like he was like one of the first to buy like you know 
VHS camera or Betamax camera or something. So always kind of had certain cameras available available to us uh, from a young age. Um, so really got into that, and um, I don't know. There, there was just I think there was like one summer when uh, we we had just got HBO or in cable and <clears throat> saw a lot of like the all the interstitial uh commercials that they would have sometimes you would have like the making of whatever movie was coming on yeah and, and that's what really kind of got the the juices flowing and uh in high school I, I always had a camera with me just filmed whatever um always asked the teachers to make like uh videos instead of book reports and stuff so uh, i kind of knew from a young age that's what i wanted to do and um, what they say when you ask that? Uh, <laughs> well, like, I, you're not the, special. Write there it was down. one of the video. <laughs> there was one of the things. Uh, I, well, one of the videos that that really like got attention was for health class. We made this kind of, you know, we were talking about sex ed or something like that, and made some kind of video with, like a Winnie the Pooh, um, you know, getting basically fucked by a moose. Um, oh my gosh. But, uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh! That's not expected to go there. But uh, but yeah, it, it was. Wow. I don't know, but we kept it educational, and we had like we How? actually. Well, we uh, my my uh, friend's mom. <laughs> my friend's mom was like a a sex uh, you know education person, so like we interviewed her, but then we had this. Did she the, know that this was going to involve yeah, a moose? Yeah, and a... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's kind of infamous. For a couple of years, I heard that it wasn't played after we were gone. Uh, <laughs> what, what was this movie called? <laughs> yeah, where, I can't even remember this, what it was called. Is this anywhere? Can we it, find it this? Is, I know you where can we find it this? It is somewhere. I will hold a private screening and invite people over. <laughs> we're going to throw a party at Transition <laughs> to show this thing. I have it somewhere. I'll do a live podcast I, I and watch but, this movie. Oh my gosh, let's do that. That's, but anyway, please. I... I you know, that's kind of what, you know, I, I was like, okay, we can definitely get into this. And, you know, for a while after college, <laughs> I I was kind of struggling to, to find certain work here locally. Um, it, it was kind of, there were only a few people kind of doing film work here. I mean, they were out there, but they were kind of like, it was almost like an insular club. So, sure. had to really... You know, you kind of had to fight and claw your way in to the into the inner circle. So, you know, I just started taking whatever jobs. A lot of times they were for no pay and everything. So I, I just kind of, I think, started to make a name for myself just for, like, being willing to do um, whatever. So, uh, yeah, eventually uh, finally got, like, a, a job on this movie called Take Shelter. And that's what really kind of... Oh, got me into man. That into is such a great, it's such a great movie. Yeah, it, it. it I mean, oh, I, I thought that was the name of the Winnie the Pooh thing. That <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> should be. Take shelter. Get the fuck out of here. That name can actually be in, in several. <laughs> it's just depending on your interpretation. Oh well, take shelter was another job that I worked for no pay, but it was one of those things that that I could tell, like, just from stepping on the set, that it was going to be special and it. It premiered at Sundance, and oh wow! Uh, it was the oh, basically one of the first movies that really showcased Jessica Chastain. And, yeah, uh, she was like so lovely, and I think like every every male and maybe some females like like had a crush on her, <laughs> you oh, know, because she was just guilty. She was just so like 
just off camera the nicest personality like everybody was I, I remember we went we all went to the indians game and uh you know like she was just like like everybody was like felt so cool to like be <laughs> at, at the indians game with her sure so anyway um that the great movie yeah take shot okay so i just good. looked yeah. it up all right. yeah. phenomenal with michael shannon yes. yes okay yes shot in mostly in grafton um but uh that that's what kind of really got me on the radar and you know i i there was a little while i had to fight you know to to keep relevant but now it's one of those things where i i got to work on a slew of films and um you know now working for the commission is is great because then i can help get other people work and a, a lot of times i there are certain people who reach out and they'll say about struggling to 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 get work and i i start to like really feel for those people because i i was in that same position so i have certain i i, I don't it, it's weird to call them projects but they're just like certain people i'll parentally put their name out there you know just so they can start to get work and then hopefully they can start recommending people and everything you know like um yeah. Je- like Passing jessica Halas or something you know is yeah. one of those persons yeah. that like says she struggles to get work so it's like i've been trying to get her name out there so yeah, you know you're just house yeah so anyway that, that that's <laughs> kind of how i've got to where i where i am it, it's like the kind of there's short. nobody more well known in cleveland and it comes to the movie scene that mike went without a doubt like there's he is, he is probably the nicest human in cleveland <laughs> and he is a well, walking thing. encyclopedia a walking film encyclopedia but like it's his, his job is it's the coolest job. Like a, a studio calls him first to be like, "Hey, we want to shoot in Cleveland," and he's the gateway. He's the, he's the, uh, the key master. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is very cool. And, yeah. and you know, Ryan, we, we we talked about this a little bit because when you even going back ten years, like when this movie was, I mean, it wasn't as common. It was still New York and California where you got to do everything. Sure. But it's, it's becoming so much more common to shoot. In other places, when because one, it's way cheaper. Yes, and two, because they're like we just can now. You don't yeah. have to be constricted to just basically two places to find talent and to find locations. It's actually becoming, um, I, it's become something that I've done recently over probably like the last like two years, where I will always look to see where a place where it was actually filmed, and almost never is it in those two places anymore. Like all movies, oh, yeah. like they're always just somewhere else. And Cleveland's kind of become. At least from outside looking in, it's become a place that's kind of, you know, becoming more of a, I don't want to call it a hot spot, but I mean, where it's just becoming more common and it's, it's known for it. And, and look at that. You're the one that's making that happen or at least helping. Yo, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely team effort. Um, you know, my boss. They're not here, dude. It's no. cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can be like, I mean, my shoulders hurt from carrying this fucking city. <laughs> well, you know, my. The the new boss at at the commission, uh, Bill, you know, he basically he hired me on several movies as the location manager. So he takes a more of like the previous bosses that I had were very much they, you know, they kind of they I wouldn't say Bill doesn't trust me, but like they they kind of trust me and they kind of take a step back. But Bill's a little more hands on, which is you know, which is cool. Uh, it's kind of like a double you know uh double team uh kind of aspect but but yeah i mean i uh you know right now we have like a there's a couple pretty 
pretty high profile projects that we've been scouting for the last couple months and i'm really hopeful that that at least uh, a couple of them come and uh, right now we're just kind of in this waiting period uh, july is when the state starts to decide and there's one in particular like i i, I don't know it it's been in the works since january so if it doesn't come i will be oh heartbroken <laughs> What's well, eight? I don't know what that is. I don't know what movie. I don't know what it is. I'm very curious. <laughs> I I wish I could talk about it more. I I, I hate to be vague. Oh shit! Well, I but they, they wish probably brought it up. Was, they probably <laughs> so that I know. I know. That that's bad. It does us a lot. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> it's well, like, you, you there probably is. is that there's is there's uh, probably a lot that that that's. I mean, that's probably kind of a normal. Why well, for both of you? You you can't really disclose a lot of things sometimes. Like yeah. especially if you're really any kind of project you're working on because you don't want especially in this day and age you don't want it getting out before it's actually done for sure i mean even i I just got back from baltimore and i can't really talk about what we did there even though we shot for two days because i it's part of our series and it's going to be you know a pretty big thing in our series so we can't really i don't want to give anything away yeah you know if people ask me i'll i'll tell them but you know, for the most part, it's just like, eh, I'm just going to keep that one kind of under wraps. And, and let me also say this. Like, Mike and I, we don't necessarily work together, but we do. Like, it's, it's, I don't, uh, transition doesn't go to Mike for tax credits. That's, that com- those are visiting companies. We are self-sufficient in our company, but we still work together in other aspects of of film production if we need somebody that yeah. like i can call mike and be like hey i need this somebody that does this really quick and mike spits somebody out. yeah like so, you're not necessarily working on a project together right 100 of the time five days yeah. to six days a week but you're almost constantly in some type of direct or indirect contact to help out with oh yeah projects. oh yeah yeah we are i mean i always like like sometimes I'll have to sign uh, non-disclosure agreements about some of these things, but like um, like the first to like message Ryan and Jesse about it, yeah. <laughs> just because I trust them, you know. Yeah. And, and I think if I don't get to talk about it, it it's like weird sometimes, like because I hate having to always live in this sh- shroud of secrecy, yeah. where it's like if you have your your support team that you can you trust and you know i i'm happy to share with them because then i can get some of their thoughts potentially i was talking about like professionally like (laughs) (laughs) Like you're getting personal with it but yeah mike tells me all the secrets (laughs) (laughs) no i i don't i'm not signing anything by the way (laughs) it's it's always like it's good to like just get it out because if you if you have to keep everything a secret all the time it's it's just no fun yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. Well, Because, I mean, you're going to have to tell some people, some, especially if you're trying to hire people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. what's a real project. You have to tell them something. It's cool <laughs> right. when, like, you'll tell me something and then, like, everybody else finds out about it and you're like, you see everybody's reaction to it and you're like, that's really cool. Like, it's, yeah. it's really, it's, it's really fun to, to watch people's uh, reaction to some of these bigger things that, that come through. It's a little like telephone, though, because um you know i'll know like the full aspect of it but then when you hear it from other crew people like it's it's slightly accurate but there's always something oh it's gonna off. get made yeah it's gonna so get changed it, and it made just better. makes me yeah. kind of smile and yeah. i that's when i i'll i'll keep a little glib or like i'll give like an eyebrow raise or something like you know <laughs> like oh i i don't know but uh <laughs> but yeah like with with ryan and and jesse you know i'll 
I'll be very transparent. <laughs> well, especially like with, with what you guys are doing too. Like you talk about like the telephone. We're gonna thing. have to have Jesse on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Way, next yeah. time she's gonna be like, "Why did you guys bring me this time?" <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. I'm running out with a boyfriend or something. Now. She's got a boyfriend. So she shouldn't talk to us anymore. Yeah. Oh well, Jesse, you shot yourself in the foot. <laughs> right. That's what we keep selling her. Keep listening though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, it, yeah, it's funny to hear that the the, the telephone thing because that would happen, especially with what you two do. Because with what you like, yeah, that happens to me at work, but it's not really that cool. And actually, you lose parts because no one's really listening because it's work related. Yeah, so it's yeah. not interesting. So we'll, we'll just lose piece. It's it's the opposite of telephone. You're just listening less. Yeah. Someone's like, I think we're going to work on this project. And someone's like, I think we're going to work on this project. And the other one's like, <laughs> I have no idea what that project is. And then it gets to me, and I'm like, I have to start all over again. But with with yours, it adds to it, yeah. Because they're just going to sure. keep keep making it cool because it's such a cool thing to initially hear, and then they're like, "What if this was part of it? It might be." I'm just going to fucking say it, <laughs> yeah. And then it just keeps adding on to it. Then it gets back to you, and you're like, "I punched who?" Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. That'd be fun though. That would be really. When what, what was the? Uh, I guess. What was the first one where you with the with kind of what you're doing right now? Sure. People are calling you to to kind of get projects, not necessarily greenlit, but to kind of get the ball rolling and yeah. What was the first one where you're like, "Holy shit, this is people are calling me to do this." Can I guess? Uh, Can I guess? What yeah, it is? go ahead. Is it Civil Civil or uh, Winter Soldier? Uh, well, oh, well, that that was uh, Winter Soldier was one of the first projects that I got to work on, like. In, in locations, but I guess at, actually the very first day I started at the commission was we were having conversations with Warner Brothers about Wonder Woman 84. Okay. Um, and that oh, was, um, so that was something not that expecting they, that. Were, they were not going to shoot the whole thing here, but they were really looking for malls uh, and everything. So they, at one time they were really considering to take over the Galleria and... Because it looks like and, it's 1984. Yeah, uh, and, like, <laughs> and do a lot of things. But yeah. the one that they ultimately found was in Virginia, and it was a lot bigger than the Galleria is. But but we looked quite a bit, and you know, Black Widow was another one where we... If you've seen Black Widow, there is this sequence that takes place in Ohio, um, and they had myself in the the marvel scout who's he's now a big he's a big time executive now at, at universal his name's james lynn like we spent you know a good couple weeks together looking for places and something i can't remember exactly what well it was the tax credit was not available at the time uh and that that's like a another story but it was like I remember when the movie came out, everybody was like, oh, did that shoot in Ohio? And I, I wanted to be like, no, it didn't shoot in Ohio. But, um, <laughs> but hey, like we looked and, and they really wanted to bring it here. So, but, but yeah, I mean, those are, those are the kind of like sometimes pro, high profile comp, you know, things that we're getting. And, and sometimes we'll get like calls out of the blue and it'll be an unlisted number. You know, those are the ones that really kind of get me excited. And then when you find out what it is, it's like, it's, you know, like shit. You know, you got to go right to work and, and just impress them and just drop everything and, you know, give it give it a go. And, you know, maybe not every project eventually comes here, but at least 
they're on your radar for the next one. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Do you ever do you have a different phone voice for when that one happens? <laughs> oh, well, sometimes... You're like, go for Mike. I, well, <laughs> my coworkers sometimes know when I'm talking to somebody because I do, like, the higher, like, oh, hi, hi. <laughs> you know, the, it's like the, the higher yes, pitch. Yes, Mr. Spielberg? Yeah. <laughs> so it's the opposite. It's less Wait, professional. It's, hold on, let me close the door. <laughs> Or I'm trying. Let me to close the door to my office. Well, kick a drawer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to play it cool. Yeah, but it, it always comes up probably like, oh yes, oh, like, have you yeah. heard of this person? No. no. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So that's. We have yeah. every. We have ham. You want ham? <laughs> we have ham. <laughs> you start throwing out things like, I don't know if you're aware of this. We have really good gyros here. Yeah. So definitely come here. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's again. It's just that's a that's, that's a that's a that's a very very cool thing. And both of you also, yeah. I know you have an office, but you're you don't have a nine to five job. No, I mean you're and same thing with what, especially when you're immersed in something like this. Yeah. This is not a well. It's five o'clock, Black Widow. You're gonna have to call me tomorrow yeah. at nine when we yeah. open back up. <laughs> Sorry, Black Widow. Sorry, yeah. Black Widow. That's your name, right, Black Widow? <laughs> I mean that's that's which and I know that's kind of the life you guys have chosen and, yeah. and, and I know you but that that's I mean how do you I mean really how do you kind of deal with that because not only that it's something very cool that you both obviously really really like but it is also that's got to be a ton of stress because there's so many moving parts to any of these projects mm-hmm. I mean yeah. more stress than any I mean on the surface someone hears what you two are doing and they're yeah. like that's awesome. And in the back of your mind, you're like, it can be, yeah. But also, it's kind of a fucking nightmare <laughs> because There's, things can just well. Yeah, I mean, things times. can just change like that. I mean, Mike, I'm sure Mike feels the same. But there's there's times where it's like super long days, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've worked in both, you know, the scripted world that Mike kind of lives in, and then the, the, this documentary world that I'm in now, and they're they're very different, but they're also similar in the fact that it's you you it has you have to be fluid. You have to be like scripted world is very different. Where it's you know you you have a call time. It's eight o'clock, and then you know you're going to be shooting you know these scenes, which are probably going to take you know most of your day. So you're going to be hopefully out by seven or eight o'clock, but something could go completely wrong, and then you're yeah. there until three in the morning. Yeah. Um, with documentaries, you really are controlling. Cut, I shouldn't say all the time, but most of the time you're controlling, like you've got this interview that you're setting up or this event mm-hmm. that you're filming. Uh, and it's, it starts in and it ends here. Like that's, that's kind of, you don't, there are times like this past weekend in DC where things, you know, Baltimore were, were, were very fluid. And we, we went there, we had a first kind of thing and it got moved and then it got moved again. And then we had to shift to another thing. And then we had to go back. And it was a lot of that, which was fine because we were already there. So it was already like we had scheduled out these two days in case this kind of thing happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like so, some buffer just in case. Yeah, because yeah. it was like we're not going to go all the way out there and not get this. So we are going to be very flexible for these people. And that's kind of how – and then that's how it ended up working. If we'd have been like we've got one day to get this, we'd a lot, we wouldn't have gotten it. Scripted, it's the same kind of thing. It's just super long day. But if they don't get it, they're going to get it. And you're going to wait there and yeah. work until they get it or they're going to extend the time and the days. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to cost millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> more. Yeah. Is that with the the docs? Is I assume that would kind of because you alluded to it earlier uh, when we first started talking about yeah. shit show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when you're doing like a doc, like say a doc like that, yeah. where it's kind of 
where it's almost like you're, you're doing or at least potentially trying to do a documentary on something that's currently happening mm-hmm. versus doing a documentary on something that's already happened. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when it's, if it's one that we're a documentary where it's currently happening, yeah. it's kind of like what you said, like someone have to follow this person around all the time in yeah. case something happens versus if you're doing a documentary about you know, all crimes popular, like yeah. uh, murders from you know the 1980s. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's already happened, so no, you're setting up more. So maybe you can control that more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, a lot of t- what Transition has done up until now is a lot of those kind of uh, uh, documentaries where, you, you know, there's a lot of archival footage, a lot of research and, and getting that kind of stuff, and then you kind of follow the, the story as it goes if you're in it. Um but most of the time, you can kind of just go plan and, and shoot as you go. Where we're just, you know, we we have one shot at this. Yeah. You know, there's there's one event. There's a one. There's one rest. There's one state championship. Like if we're not shooting yeah. that, yeah, it's over. And then we're we're not going to get it, and we're going to have to license footage from somebody else or whatever the case may be. So there is a the sense of like urgency and and. And you have to be super prepared and and ready to go. But that's I think where my scripted kind of training come kind of kicks in because I'm like we're prepared. We're, my team is ready to go. Uh, shout out by the way, I'm gonna shout them out, Maddie and, and Conrad and Zach and everybody at transition. But anyways, and Mo, but and Sean and, Cle- and everybody else. The Cleveland Wu Tang. The Cleveland Wu Tang. I'm just gonna keep going. Hold on, Sean. It would Jesse, Marissa. Uh, there was <laughs> just interspersing people you know with famous Conrad. People. Conrad is is all dirty across the board. Uh, but yeah, so you know it's they. You have to be. You just have to be prepared, like in both. And there's so much preparation for both things. But that's where Mike, like Mike, is that kind of first layer, especially in, in not real, even in documentaries. Like sometimes he's got to be like, oh yeah, this is this is. Somebody, people throw ideas all the time, and then he'll call me and be like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" I'm like, "Eh," or, or or there could be something that hits, and he'll call us. He'll call Sean. He'll be like, "Yeah, hey, there's this." So there yeah. is that kind of that symmetry, but he is, you know, he could get us a, a scout for a major film, and they're like, "We need, you know, pictures of this place in, you know, Canton by eight o'clock." And he's uh. in his car driving until 745. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's the one thing I was going to say, uh, you know, based on your question, it's like there, because we are, we're not really a governmental organization, but it kind of is. So like sometimes we have like the, the bank holidays or something, you know, like if, if it's uh, Memorial day or, you know, some of those days we'll have off. Um, I don't think we have off for Juneteenth tomorrow. Uh, it's, you but, know what? I was. Uh, that's becoming more of a holiday, just yeah. like in my it's work. A federal holiday. Yeah, it, it, yeah. In my, it's not universal yet, but sure. in my work, someone threw that out to me, and I was like, you know what? That's a really good question. Let me. And I had to check with all these clients. And yeah. Some of them were like yes, and some were like, what the "Fuck is that?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't say that ever again. You yeah. have to just Google it and then get right. back to me. <laughs> but, but yeah, the point. Yeah, I, that is becoming. It's be yeah. It's it, it. I think over time, it's going to be. Now yeah. Kids, my kids don't have camp tomorrow yeah yeah but 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 the point i mean is like sometimes i'll i'll think i'll see on the calendar okay i have a day off but usually that's when you'll get a call for can you take a picture of this and so 
like usually like if I have a day off, like I'm hoping I can maybe go see a movie. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but but a lot Psychopath. of times, if if there is if you know if basically if it's if you get these pictures and then it furthers a conversation, you just go do it. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't complain, you don't say like, ah oh, man, I really want to just sit at home today or something. Yeah, it's like you got to be proactive. Um, and also I'll kind of say with. Uh, with Ryan's, uh, with the unsanctioned, it you know I'm. It's one of those things where like I I've been fortunate to help on a, a couple days, and I give him a ton of credit because there's you know you plan for these some of these tournaments that that I like helped with, and it's like you think like oh that, that went pretty fast like it's gonna be. You know, you think maybe it's only going to take like two hours, but like the the tournaments always make their way to like yeah. to six or seven, eight yeah. hours. You know, but but it's one of those things where he's got such like a dedicated team where they will, you know, even if it is a long day, I mean, they'll they'll get it done. And like and so far, I mean, at least that that teaser was awesome. So. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, I not not to butter you up, but Thanks, uh, I, I do. Yeah, you think two are it's super complimentary each other. <laughs> Checks in the mail. <laughs> Well, you know, we've become really close friends over the last couple of years because we're very similar in what we're trying to accomplish. And I think we, we share a lot of the same kind of core values and, and beliefs and how we would like to see things go. So it's just, it's been super, it's, and we bounce tons of shit off each other all the time. And it's just great yeah. to have somebody yeah. well, else and, and, and that you, gets it. You had mentioned, Mike, you mentioned earlier about, uh, like when you were starting out, that it was almost like a, a very small club, mm-hmm. click, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that that's grown, but it oh, still yeah, is yeah. kind of small. Yeah, in the, I, again, relatively it, speaking, in, yeah, in the grand sure. scheme of things, when I'm comparing it to other industries in the city, yeah. it's still kind of small. Like, yeah. I mean, if you grab grab a casual person right now and have them name, you know, four, you know, four Cleveland bands, four Cleveland comics, and four people involved in, you know, the the Cleveland Film Festival, they can probably do some of the first two, but sure. not the people who are actually doing the work yeah. for yeah. things like the Cleveland Film Festival or or, or something to, the, to that to that yeah. extent. Yeah, in the film industry. For yeah, sure. in the yeah. film industry. That, that That's kind of, I don't want to say controlling, but kind of like a, I don't know, mover shaker or sure. something like that sure. that kind of has influence and, and can really help something like that get rolling. No one knows that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I currently know two. <laughs> 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 but I mean, but that's everyone knows it happens, and they know like everyone knows that Winter Soldier was here. Yeah, everyone was just like, "This is fucking amazing." Yeah, yeah. not a single person. They think Chris Evans called the mayor and just said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. "Is it cool if we do yeah. this?" Like they don't know, and, and not, not that they should. But yeah. everyone's a fan of movies, but they don't really know what kind of what goes into it. their oh, favorite sure. documentaries, their favorite movies, their favorite shows. Yeah, every little detail that could really make something bad or something good the people that are doing the editing the sound all those things oh, yeah. that make something so easy to watch yeah that's that that's the part that's so impressive i think because you and i talked a little bit about you know like all the moving parts and how many people are involved in like say like one episode of a documentary mm-hmm. and and like from beginning to end what that becomes yeah which is small compared to like a big scripted film it's yeah exactly like, it's, yeah like they're just two different worlds oh very 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 but yeah so that that's i think why <clears throat> again i made a joke to our complimentary of each other but yeah. it's because you're in that you're in that group yeah and you guys are kind of you're battle tested you know you you have credits and credentials not to you know try to impress people but to though you should use them for sure like you have a great opener with that 
I would 100. percent No one would even have to ask me that question. That's how I would introduce myself. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a phone call like that, I'd be like, one second. <laughs> Just gotta make sure Black Widow's not calling. I don't know why I can't remember her name. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a. But that it's a. It's a small. It's a small. Smaller group and. When you're doing something like this and you're kind of under the gun like you two kind of can be, yeah, you got to get results and you have to talk to someone who you who you know you can trust and you don't have to give them the entire backstory about sure. everything. That's yeah, going on. and I think um, just the way how our maybe both of our hardworking backgrounds sets an example for a lot of the, there's so many younger people coming up, and I I think if we can be that kind of yeah example to just show them absolutely you know you got to if you if you make a goal or a commitment you got to follow through cuz you know i i've met plenty of people who they'll start on projects and if it's not going 100% how they want to they'll either fade away or they'll they'll try to there there was this trend when i first started people movie hopping if there were like two things going on at the same time and it's like if you make a commitment just follow through yeah. and then and then well, that's again. It, it, it goes back to it's a cool thing that you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you hit a road bump, you're like, wait a minute, no, this is supposed to be. I'm in the movie industry. Well, why is why does today suck so bad? Right. <laughs> <laughs> because the movie's only like two hours long, and it's like nine yeah. months to actually get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's it's not it's not, that's a thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely a thing. Sometimes you have to remind yourself like this is. This is fun as shit. Like it's hard, and it's and it's, sometimes it's super stressful. But like this is what you're you did this because you wanted to do these. You want yeah. to make movies. Like I, there are so many days where I'm like, oh my god, I'm so stressed out, and this is just what well, I don't know if this is worth it. But then it's like you know what I'm doing exactly what I said I wanted to do yeah. in life, and now this round. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's but, a that's a natural feeling though. Yeah, it, it just is. You know, I think. I, you know, me and uh, Andre not talked about this because uh, uh, Andre also has a very, very cool job. Yeah, mm-hmm. to, sure. to the When you're the outside looking and you're like, oh, my God, he's interviewing the Guardians during yeah. and after the game all the time. And he sounds and, like he's having a good time. Yes, yeah, but. Yeah, it's a blast. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's awesome. And there, uh, But then he and I were kind of talking about it. It's like, does it add stress to you because it's a job you love so much? He goes, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, people are always going to be worried about losing their jobs, downsizing, anything like that. But imagine losing one that you just really love because yeah. most of us fucking hate our jobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and be public-facing like that, too. Yes, for exactly. Sure. I mean, that, that's That adds a level of stress that most people just don't really know about. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully never have to. Well, that's, you know, that is one of the things where it's, that this is a, it's hard. It's a hard job and it's, there's long hours. There's a lot of people that just aren't cut out for it. And mm-hmm. that's, the, those people kind of, they get weeded out fairly quickly. But there are people that can get through and they're still like, man, did you just like, are you giving up? Like, what, what are you doing right now? Yeah. And there's, it's tough to, it's tough to work with those people and, and consistently have to deal with them because you are working so hard and you're just like it's it, it bothers the hell out of you but at, at the end of the day it's you really just have to like make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do and then you know it'll work out in the end i guess absolutely and it and again for you guys i think it, it that adds another level because 
someone at my company is not doing their job, someone just says, please start doing your job. But it can actually, <laughs> I mean, and, and they may or may not do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but for you guys, it actually could halt a production. Oh, or yeah. Or it, mm-hmm. it could really jack something up where it costs you more money because you're like, we have to reshoot that because you didn't. This is you don't know what you're doing. Stop obviously not a movie term, but you didn't turn the mic on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that, and then you're like, we just lost all of this, or oh, now we're sure. a day behind, and that it just adds something else to it. So I yeah. I mean you can just go and you can go in circles about how again the job is cool, but it almost might be harder because you like it so much. Right. And you don't want to lose kind of this 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 world that you've kind of built and that you really, really dig. Totally. What was a what was your first project like the first one where you're just like that you got through and you're like this is this is what I want to do this is my thing because <laughs> well, then I want to talk about your latest one because I love your shirt thank you <laughs> uh, uh, well I was a musician for twenty years and I I, I I had shitty jobs and I never had an office job but I had, I want to say shitty jobs I had just jobs that would pay pay the bills no, nothing that I really gave you know all of my effort towards until until i was in this this field but i i always wanted to be a musician and i I played and did a lot of great things with a lot of great people and uh when i started doing my own thing i really felt like i was i was on the right track I, i made a couple a couple movies with some friends and and some other things and then i think it was after cherry i really knew that this is in cherry i would i would say mm-hmm. i really knew that like i'm all right i'm in the right world this is this is the right thing for me i was i was kind of plucked out early by the the production manager and he's like you're with me because you 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 are know what you're doing and and i'm like yeah okay <laughs> sure thing and uh and then he became like a mentor to me yeah. and uh uh and and i got to learn firsthand you know all these high level you know uh major motion picture f- film you know th- the way things worked at, at that at the highest level possible i got a firsthand view of this and i was like I can, I can do these things these are things i can do and that just kind of fueled me to be like all right this is i'm on the right track and this is that's when i knew that i'm i'm where i needed to be i really but i love cleveland so it was tough it's tough for me because if i wanted to really become successful, which I feel like I would have had to have gone to Los Angeles, and I never wanted to feel that way. I wanted to stay here. I wanted to do the right thing. So it, it made a lot of sense for me to stay, and then when the transition kind of just happened, it literally just kind of within a couple of weeks. Yeah. I was, I was, I was full-time uh, <laughs> vice president at Transition. But really, like, I was in California. You know, it was, it was at Agbo talking with the Russos. I was... I was you know, and Mike was there for, the, for most of it because I text him, be like, "Hey, I'm standing outside, like I'm ready to go." You know, but you know, so for for me, it was like having that front seat to that major motion picture kind of experience told me that I was, I was, I knew I was in the right place. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, you probably already knew the kind of the hours that you have to put into yeah. doing. So yeah, you already knew, sure. right? You you knew like. They didn't just grab you and say, "Hey, you're going to be part of this movie." And then you're like texting everyone, "Like I'm in this movie. This is what I'm going to do." No, you had already kind of been through. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was what we that's doing like. our own thing because I had yeah. this this crazy 
this crazy idea. And I grabbed Mike. I was like, you want to help me do this? He's like, yes. <laughs> and with Launchpad, because we were shooting some things. But our goal was to like, is to unsilo Cleveland. Because Cleveland's are a lot of different silos of a lot of different filmmakers. I was yeah. like, if we can get all these people to kind of work together for the greater good, we can start to make some real cool shit. And everybody can start to kind of, we can kind of up our, our, our value and our ante in the city. And so that's what we were doing. We were pulling people from here and here you know that work with this company and they work with this company like come on come make a movie with us really quick let's let's do this let's let's do these different things here and there and it was working sorry and then, when you say that like someone were in different silos yeah. like, what, what do you mean by that so there's a lot of company there's a lot of production companies in cleveland they're all they're all great production companies and most of the people that work on major motion pictures uh you know will be, work for those companies during the off time but then they, then they go so there's not a lot of movies that come into Cleveland. There's one or two, uh, you know, during a year, probably a little bit more. Usually, but. yeah, usually about four to five. Yeah, say so the average. but people have to. Those people are the best of of in this city, so they have to hop in. And there, everybody else works in 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 and does you know commercials and and, and those kind of things, which pay really well. And they're really some of them are really cool and they're they're great stuff. And but you know they would love to work on big movies. Sure, and yeah. it was like. If we if there's a way we could figure this out, to where we can have those people work on movies but still have their lives and 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 be able to make money because making movies is, is is super expensive and and time consuming. So that we were trying to figure out a way that we can balance this, and it was starting to to kind of kick in. It was like, all right, I need to I need to gain a a wider perspective of this, and that's kind of why when I had the opportunity on Cherry, I took it because I was like, if I could see how this works from the inside out then i can build it from the inside out and that's what mike already does so it was like we can work together with all this knowledge to kind of do this and then joining transition i can literally do it by hiring interns and bringing yeah. interns in and stuff like that and we can still do it because transition you know sean is a very high, is a very is a proponent of you know if you're not working on a transition project during transition time you do whatever you want and as long as it's not affecting your time or your energy at transition and so there are things that Mike and I still do all the time uh, outside of outside of work, and it's, we're still trying to build this up. And, and Sean is well aware of it at transition, and we can, <clears throat> you know, we'll pull other people in to do other things, and, and we're so li- we're literally doing what I wanted to do in the first place right now, and I just I just have a little bit more help. So um, yeah, and, and you know it's. Well- it, it's kind of funny. Blah, 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 blah. Well, the way how, uh, well, the, the way how, like, maybe taking it back a little bit, but like Ryan, uh, I had met him. I like we got introduced, I believe, maybe at a mixer or something. But then, yeah, he started messaging me and was like, um, you know, who are the people I need to talk to? And at first, I was just like, who is this guy? Like, keep asking me, like. <laughs> Like all Give these Scarlett con- Johansson's like, phone number. Well, it's like like who, <laughs> Black why why does he want all these like contacts? And, yeah, like, that's how I, I feel just... when I reach out to guests yeah. for the first time. I bet they're just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then I mean, he would like he would always like keep me in the loop when he would talk to these people, and it was like I I I got really impressed with the way how Ryan's ability to network. Um, I mean, some like I'm. I, I think I'm pretty good at networking, but there are sometimes I can be a little shy. I, I would say, like, I mean, it, you may not, it may not seem like it, but sometimes I can be, and it, or it's like, I'm like, Ugh, like, you know, like sometimes just weird about having to go to 
mixers or networking things, and it's just yeah. like uh, it's a gotta, forced interaction, and right, some yeah. people hide but, it better. Other than we all, everyone's been in that s- somehow. Yeah, yeah, but give give this guy a few contacts, and like, man, he he can light up a room. I mean, and yeah. that's that's a definite strength. So um, it's kind of like yeah, between us, like we can it it kind of works because. Um, you know, he's probably le- lesser, like, nervous to, like, approach, uh, you know, somebody. So I, I think that's, you know, so it was one of those things when I think the opportunity for Cherry was, you know, they were looking for somebody to fill in for a couple days, yeah. like, help with crafting. Yeah, I, wasn't, was I had no desire to work on major motion pictures. I was like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like, it's crazy. we need somebody to just help get the producer's lunches or something so yeah. i was just like are you are you free for a couple of days and then <laughs> he basically like i said took the ball and ran with it so i paid for one day and then victor was like nope, no yeah no. so <laughs> no, no. anyway that, nope, that that's kind of like i mean maybe we should have started with that but but that's kind of <laughs> how like we you know started to really interact and, yeah no know, that's cool i it. i definitely want the rest of this to be the things you guys aren't good at uh, <laughs> and i'd like you to explain his and you to explain his and if you guys can make if you guys can like make eye contact the whole time that would be here are the things you you're better. terrible at mike yeah. <laughs> and you always have been <laughs> No, that's a uh... Mike is. Ter- I'll tell you what Mike is terrible at. Mike is terrible like when you're like, I got a hey, I got this thing like tomorrow. You want to do it really quick? I, uh, I got movie tickets. <laughs> going, going to see third Close Encounters and Third Kind at the Cinematheque on 35 millimeter. Well, yeah. and that's not a lie. That's probably literally what he's doing. Well, like uh, I will say this: he's a like, cinephile. Initially, when when approached about doing this tonight. The, they are showing The Godfather right now, uh, and I saw it on the calendar. But I was like, you know what? Got to do the podcast. Yes, yeah. If it helps, the ending doesn't change. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like this new. No, it's a movie that's been out for thirty oh, yeah. years. <laughs> like I gotta see this movie. It's been out for thirty. They'll text me like, oh, just got out of you know, just got out of interview with the vampire. <laughs> It's like what? He's like, yeah, they're playing it at thirty-five millimeter. He lives in like he lives in uh, Cuyahoga Falls. It's like, do you like, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I, I, yeah. Like, I, 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 I Lee. His poor, his wife. God bless her. Yeah. Just, just. That's just funny. Yeah. No, well, she, she always tells me uh, when I leave to go to my Cinematheque movie, she can get a lot of her work done. So yeah. <laughs> it's Same. like a blessing. I, uh, I really think uh, I, I will say, uh, 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 I'll even speak for Mike at this. We we are extremely blessed to have uh, partners who are very yes. uh, supportive of of our life and our our kind of our lifestyles and yes. and this. World. Uh, it's it, it kind of we needed it. Yeah, we needed. Yeah. It. No, no, no. You you do. You need you need a support structure and you need someone that's going to understand like. Kind of like what we alluded to. When when I'm in it, I have no idea when I'm going to leave. I'm not really <laughs> yeah. sure when I'm coming back. Yep. I'm going to probably be pretty tired when I do get back. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's just, but it's just, it's one of those things. My uh, my father was an attorney, and when he was, he was a def- criminal defense attorney. And when he was in trial, it was just different. You know, yeah. he was just like, he was, I mean, it'd be like pockets of like two months where he was just working all the time sure, he was sure. always tired he was always just like like quick answers like hey dad how's your day? I was like fine I'm going to bed <laughs> like, right. 
So, I mean, yeah, because the, the, there are some jobs that just, they're just not like that. The, sure. It's just, the, there isn't really a, a start and an end time. It, the start time is when it starts, and the end time is when it ends. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what you guys are kind of in. For sure. Absolutely. What is your, um, first of all, thank you for canceling your plans. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so what, made you an offer. You can't refuse. Well, I, go, I got to add, because you're obviously super into movies. Ask What's him. your favorite movie? Ask him. Uh, my favorite movie is E.T., Okay. I, uh, bar none. Uh, that that is uh, like I've probably really? seen it the most. I I love it. Um, yeah, but you know, last week last weekend it was cool to see Close Encounters on the big screen again. Um, I haven't seen that in years, but oh, it's such it's a good movie, so good. Like I don't know, there like that that one. Sometimes I I feel is like a sometimes can be a struggle to get you know to sit through, but this last time it, it was like brilliant. Um, but I don't know. I think uh, the last couple of years, I, I've really tend to gravitate towards like. I mean, it, maybe it's cliche, but like Paul Thomas Anderson's movies in uh, Tarantino and in Scorsese. Like I, I don't know. Like those are like the whole, you know, the the holy trinity or quadrilogy, sure. I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but no, E.T. for for whatever reason is uh, great i did see that they're going to be putting out an imax uh later this summer so nice. I'll, I'll, probably, I'll schedule a podcast I'll get my ticket the, the, the <laughs> day it opens and i'll be like i'd love for you to be a special guest I'll get, yeah I'll, I'll get my tickets uh soon but uh but no i mean that that is um I, I don't know like movie going for me is like some people like to go to concerts all the time some people like to go to you know, uh, flea markets all the time. I get, you know, movies that that's my thing. It, sure. or it's like my, if I have nothing else going on, I will likely be there. Yeah. That's fine. So ET's a good pick. I mean, the, the, there's a reason that it was so successful. Everybody remembers that when they're, I mean, it's not like you were like my first movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah first yeah, movie yeah. I ever saw. That's a lot private. of people's first movie. Cause yeah. I, I, that was damn near one of my first ones. Yeah. If it wasn't that, it was like Star Wars or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that 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 that's a good. It's not like you said something. Like if you were like, if I was like, "What's your favorite movie?" You're like, "Oh, no doubt, Human Centipede." <laughs> like <laughs> Thor. Then I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like, no, that's a good one. That, that's a. I wish I had a cooler one. I always default to either Predator or Big oh. Trouble in Little China. Oh, oh those nice. are those are great. Great. Big I I have never. There's never a time. That predator comes out that I don't finish it. It can be like like thirty minutes into the movie. And I'm like, everyone, chopper. shut the fuck Dylan, up, Dylan, you son of a bitch. It's so good. And I recently revisited Big Trouble in Little China. I forgot how much I love that. Oh, movie. oh so yeah, good. that movie, beginning to end, is awesome. It's yep. funny. It has, I think, one of the best sword fight scenes in the history of yeah. sword fights. Yes. Oh yeah. It's just it's so good and underrated. Um, yeah. But that's yeah. Th- those are I those celebrate are... Kurt Russell's entire catalog. Yes, there's, well, there's no, there's no better. So it, many good well, ones. Well, recently we saw the Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes, and uh, Robert the actor James Wong James Wong is in yeah Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, he so is. It, yeah, um, I, I don't know if you've got to see every, like Everything Everywhere or something. One, I don't think I have. all at once yet. I highly suggest it. Phenomenal. It is. Uh, I mean, we saw it, and it, I was like. It's the best. I, movie I this had year, like the biggest sure. smile on my face the yeah. whole time when I wasn't laughing hysterically yeah. because it's and also I was like crying at the end. It was like yeah. I don't. I was just so like it blew me away. It is everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. exactly. Yeah. Produced what it by is. the Russo brothers, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So. 
I'll check yeah, it out. Suggest Shout out, Joan Anth. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the show notes. <laughs> well, what's yours? Uh, Tron. Oh. Tron is... Tron, I, I assume I, the original. I love the original so much from being a kid. I love the... I, lo- I like Legacy, too. Uh, I actually... I really liked Legacy. And I, like, I had a huge smile on my face watching Legacy. I did it back to back. Yeah. But, yeah, Tron is just... It, it reminds me of my childhood. It's just, it just it does everything for me. Uh, uh, the close second would be There Will Be Blood would be a close mm-hmm. second. I love. I absolutely love that movie. Jeff Bridges is another one that uh, he's yep. just got. Yes. That yep. dude just got a catalog. I'm like, damn. Yep. I keep. I yes. forget how many awesome movies you were in. Yep. Probably because like, I just don't know. He's just one of them dudes that just does awesome movies and just goes home and you never hear about him really. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just don't. He's just. He's just not that guy. I still love the uh, the the King Kong movie he did. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that that actually might be my first movie. Actually, oh wow. Now that I think about it, because when I was growing up, we had like five VHS. <laughs> and oh yeah. It was in India. We had temp- we, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Sure. We had all three of the Star Wars, Poltergeist, which to this day terrifies me. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, and we had that King Kong one. Wow. In yeah, E.T. I'm, better, in I'm E.T. pretty sure that that King Kong movie, and I'm probably. Uh, maybe a few years younger but that played a lot on channel 43 yeah on the weekends like there there are certain movies that were always on there like revenge of the nerds yep almost like every weekend teen wolf uh i like yep. i don't know i i think uh, we're lucky to have you know i'm sure like every other city has a, a channel like that but channel 43 got i got to see so many of the oh, edited man. versions oh of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of channel 43 halloween week was oh the, was the gosh, absolute yeah. best Oh, yeah. CCR hits, Bad Moon's Rise, you knew it was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> one of the five, this one of the seven films that are going to haunt, my, haunt me for the next year. Yes. Yeah, I think currently they're just doing True Lies on a loop. <laughs> I know that's what TNT and TBS does. Yeah. I've seen True Lies a hundred oh, yeah. times. <laughs> I want to say another another one that's like, it runs, those. I have three that kind of run in, is Willy Wonka on the Chalk Fight, the original. Mm. That is oh, the, that was another one. one. I watched always, it a lot as a kid. I can never not watch that movie if it's on. Yeah. That just, movie was great. Gene Wilder's so good. Oh, he's so yeah. good in that. But yeah, I, I do. Yeah, no, I, re- I remember that one for sure. That that was another one a lot. And yeah, I watched Poltergeist way too much as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that chicken scene where the it, I'm like, and that guy takes his face. Yeah, I'm like, spoiler. This movie's been out forever. If you haven't <laughs> yeah, seen yeah, it, get yeah. fucked. Don't watch it unless you've <laughs> but seen it's, it. But it's it's uh yeah that that one that one jacked me up. What? Let me ask you this. What's the one movie that? You like that? You know nobody else likes. I know. I, it's the <laughs> shit. <laughs> There's one I don't tell people I like. Say it. Let it out. Uh, it's a horrible. I got oh, uh, a walk to remember with Mandy Moore. <laughs> a walk oh, to remember. I, I remember seeing that opening weekend because we had read the book in school. Yeah. Is that a Nicholas Sparks? It one? is. Is it really? Yeah. That was a guess. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's super. I didn't know that at the time, but I was just like. I remember watching that movie. I'm like, what the hell? I've damn near cried three times. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Mandy Moore. Oh, wow. This is way before This Is Us. I'm going to have like, to watch oh, this. I've never seen one it. One of my friends in high school, like, <laughs> if you just mentioned, sheer mentioned that movie, he starts crying. Honestly. There like, are three times in that movie where I'm just like, what the fuck, man? What am, What is this getting to me for? Oh, my God. Well, there's I know this song, isn't real. There's that song in it. so called, intrigued like, Only Hope, I think, is the, the song that she sings. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And it's, 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 <laughs> I know it's not good. Like, I know what I'm watching is yeah. bad. And I know the acting is bad and the writing's bad. And that's why it bothers me so much. 
Because <laughs> I'm just sitting there, just like this little teenager. And it's so different than what mine is. <laughs> like, mine's the opposite of what that is. What is yours? Mine's death proof. <laughs> <laughs> I love death proof so much, but everyone th- is like, when they give list of Tarantino movies, death proof is it's at the bottom. bottom. It's, it's at the, the bottom. bottom. And it yeah. makes yeah. me crazy because it's so damn good. It is so damn <laughs> The dialogue, the action. Kurt Russell is the scariest, creepiest dude of all time. And everyone's like, nah, it's the bottom. Like, what? It's not the worst Tarantino movie. It's clearly something else. It's not this. I would have to think about it. I would have to think about it too. I don't know what his worst one would be. I, I have my own personal, and Mike's Mike will, Mike's head will explode if I say it because he knows what he, he. It's like his second favorite movie. It's Once not. Upon for, a time? It's not for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I love. I don't it. like it. No. I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was good. It was uh, fine. I, well, I mean, I was. I mean. If it never happened, I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, that's but what I mean. Saying. I thought it was good. There it was, was some very funny shit. He in saw that movie. like seventeen different formats and <laughs> like owns the book. No, I, I saw like yeah, I saw it like five owns times the in the theater. Book. <laughs> well, I would say one of the the movies that I liked that, I, and it's a weird reason maybe, but I had like I have three sisters, so like I've seen a lot of like you know probably you can call them chick flicks whatever, but I emphatically love Grease two. For some reason, oh, Grease I, I just think it's wow. like oh, dude, it's, like, it's like a bad movie, but like I find it very yeah, enjoyable. That's, I I also I've seen Grease too probably ten times. It's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I obviously I'm sure that wasn't its intention. Yeah, but I laugh my ass off every yeah. time. It well, is so funny. It's Everything. a very horny movie too. <laughs> Is it like horny, like rapey, like over of the nerds? Well, well it's like all the songs are like one of the songs so is rapey, called Reproduction. The, the other ones called like Let's Do It for Our Country. Um, we're gonna score tonight is a bowling song. Oh, yeah, wow. you know. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer singing "Cool Rider" is probably like the highlight of that movie. Oh wow! <laughs> but oh, she's kind man. of, from what I've heard, disowned that movie. Never you know, seen it. Doesn't that. really. Uh, Oh, that's a big, big miss on her. Yeah, to, to disown <laughs> you that. Embrace it. To disown it. that. Like, I'd still wear that pink ladies coat if I was. <laughs> that movie was so funny. Again, I know it wasn't supposed to be. Right, but that movie, I was. Honestly, I'd, I'll probably watch it when you guys leave. <laughs> I'm gonna watch at least one of those two tonight. The, I, I, I will say the, the, the walk to remember one is I don't tell a lot of people. Yeah, because well, um, but I mean whatever. I started the conversation and you're guys, so I had to. Reciprocate, you're gonna get at least seven listens to this. <laughs> I did. Oh, I requested the Cinematheque to play Grease Two because it's the 40th anniversary this year. So I'm I'm what? waiting to see if they will uh, play it. <laughs> In the theater, you go see it in the theater. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Got to get a big group of people. Completely up to you. I feel like your time could be better spent doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Just put, just watch it on YouTube. I'm sure it's there, and I'm sure it's free. (laughs) No, walk to remember that would be a its 20th anniversary this year. Yeah, it's got to be around there. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's a bad one. It's a really, really bad one. Who's the mom in a walk to remember? Oh, I can't remember. It's somebody where I was just like, oh, man, phone calls must have dried up because <laughs> you did this piece of shit. Daryl Hannah? Oh, shit. I think it is Daryl Hannah. Yeah. I'm looking at the IMDb. I'm cheating. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I, couldn't, I didn't know who was in it besides Yeah, it's Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Shane West is in it. <laughs> and then just a bunch of other people that you kind of recognize but you've never seen. and But you don't know. There's a bunch of people in that movie that you recognize but you have no idea who they are. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Yep. 
That's, that's yeah, you're probably going to watch that next week or so. <laughs> Just to reaffirm I still have feelings. Because <laughs> that's what gets it going. <laughs> oh, shit. I have told my wife that. Because she caught me watching it too many times. <laughs> She's like, you're either really into Mandy Moore or you actually like this movie. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about Both. it. Both. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Go back yeah. to bed. <laughs> I told you not to bother me when I want you to want to remember. So, embarrassing movies aside, I do want to talk about your project, right? Because uh, uh, the, sure. the, the wrestling one. Yes. So, you want to give us some background on that? Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> And I'll try to drop in a walk to remember quotes throughout this, <laughs> the rest of the Let's see, see how we can do this. We can, I think we can do this. Um, so, I, like I said, I, I kind of overlook all the productions that... A transition, and I I got an email from my high school, and I really, when I walked out of my high school 20-something years ago, I kind of, it really didn't look back. It wasn't, it was fine. I just didn't really care that much, and uh, I somehow, I think it was through my reunion, got onto the email list of the, uh, of the high school, and I got this newsletter, and it was like, for some reason... No idea why I just so happened to open this specific newsletter. And it was like, Luther West becomes first all-girls wrestling team. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. What a cool thing that Luther West did something. Like, of, of you know, like, to, to be, like, that's, a, I, like, I'm, they've done a ton of things. But, like, for that, I was like, oh, that's that's super interesting. And then I'm reading the article, and Dave Wrestler, and it was the, he was the coach still. I was like, wow, he's one of the teachers i had i'm like what i call him and talk to him about this so i called him and he's like yeah he's like we, we started it back in 2018 and we've been trying ever since to get the sport sanctioned there's me and a group of other coaches that are fighting you know going to the ohsaa and we're trying to get in. i'm like oh wow really i'm like this would be something could be an interesting short film about the school and i went and talked to the to, to dave and the superintendent and they're like yes this would be great we'd love to have you film this and then as we filmed, uh, we went and filmed a tournament that Luther Musk was holding. Mike was there, actually. and uh, Competing? Yes. <laughs> third, he placed third. Absolutely. It was great. It was a great tournament for him. Uh, uh, but we were there, and we're like, oh, wow, this is way bigger than we had imagined. And talking with other coaches and, and, other, and, and other people, we were just... Like kind of blown away, they were like, "Yeah, they, these girls like they if they want to win a state championship. They got to beat a guy, but they have their own state championship. But it's like you want to be a part of what the guys get. They want the same opportunities." And it was just like, "All right, this is there's something here." And we knew that you know one of transitions things is to posit- positively affect history, and that's this was we knew that this was something that we should probably lo- really look into. So at that wrestling meet, we went out, we walked around and identified six individual girls that for one reason or another just looked like they were intense or they were throwing people or they were they're blowing through everybody or they looked brand new like we just picked out these six girls kind of like in different stages of their career and we were just you know three of them ended up winning the tournament uh in their weight class uh four of them actually uh out of the six and then uh so th- and then it just became this like all right. So then we're like all right. We're gonna follow these six girls. We're gonna follow Luther West. We're gonna follow uh, another coach who was a wrestler when she was growing up. Her name is Vanessa Oswald. 
you know, we're going to follow Alyssa, who they built the team around at Lutheran West. She goes to Indiana Tech. Uh, and then it's just become this huge thing now that we are, we feel the, the responsibility to tell the story the right way. So now it's getting national. And we're going to go to Fargo, North Dakota in a couple weeks to film the USA Juniors. Some of the four of the six girls we're following are on that team. Some of them, it's their first year uh, on that team. Some of them, it's their first year of wrestling, and they're just good. Um, but there's a huge story here, and there's still, you know, 18 or 17 states that are still not sanctioned. It's like, what no, is... Is it not sanctioned because they say there's just not enough participation? Like, what is what is the... the, the I'm sure there's a bunch things. of reasons, but... You can't see what I'm doing right now in, in Radio Land, but... Uh, there's multiple things that are, have to do with it. Financials <clears throat> is, is a huge part. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, Ohio, I think, wanted to see financials and to see that it's successfully making money. And, and, and you know, some of the good things, I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, the, the these coaches had the wherewithal to kind of follow the model that the state was had already done. And that really kind of is going to make that transition to sanctioning the sport a lot easier. Okay. And I'm hoping that a lot of other states do that. But we're going to, you know, our story is really going to follow Ohio and, and their process to get uh, sanctioned. But it's also looking at it at, at, an, at a national level now while weaving these girls' personal stories in and out of the out of it. And they're, the girls are phenomenal. And, uh, you know, they all feel like <laughs> like little sisters at this point to me. Uh, you know, we really want them to all all to succeed and and want the best for them. Uh, but you know, they're all you know. They, we, we've had those conversations, like you know, we're filming you, but if you lose, you gotta you're gonna talk to us about it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we will, oh. we will. And that's hard. It's hard for a 17 year old girl that just got beat in front of a you know big audience to come over and talk to you about her loss. Like it's 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 hard to do, but. Uh, they all know that this is a bigger picture thing. Sure, that's going to be, uh, you know, that's going to be uh, around for forever. And so we really are kind of in the middle of it right now. And it's been a it's been a blast. I've met some really truly great people, and uh, we really want to do it justice. Uh, so we're gonna we're working really hard on it right now. So, but yeah, we got another. We're gonna shoot through the 2022-23 season, and then we'll start the editing final edit process and hopefully get it onto a major streaming network uh, yeah that. that's a uh, interesting it's actually really funny because i know each one of you i know people th that you guys know and yeah. one of them because i know jeff for the same reason because i also know chris and Alyssa. yeah uh, uh that's I've, right i've known chris for, Piro, for yeah. yeah i haven't seen chris in a while but it's because chris is always traveling with Alyssa yes. on these on these trips. That's right. Um, yeah, I, 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 when you were mentioning, I'm just like, it's one of these has to be Alyssa <laughs> because like it just it just it just has to be. Yeah. Also, their father daughter dynamic is just hilarious. Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> we were out there. Uh, we were at Indiana Tech. Oh boy, probably like mid season, and Alyssa was just having when we went to shoot the. She was having a really tough time. Uh, just making weight and stuff, and she was, uh, you know, she had a park on. She was warming up. She's getting down next to nothing for her weigh-ins, and, and she still missed it. And so, but her dad was still there, to, and that's where I ended up meeting him. And he's showing me pictures of her like every episode. 
<laughs> but he, every single episode, it's like a he typewriter, just, just he stop. just can't, and he's so slow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Chris was there, and he's showing me pictures of like her, like winning, and then like turning and seeing him. And he's got a camera, so she flicks him off. Like she's middle fingers in every picture. I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's what's funny. And every single time that he posts a photo of, of her, like them together. You know, it, it that's part of their their funny yeah, dynamic. She sure. never wants to take a photo with him, yeah. and he knows this. That's why she's flicking him off at almost every <laughs> yes. single photo they take. They're great, and he is great. Like, he, yeah. like he said, he she's at Indiana Tech, which is right outside of Fort Wayne. It's about a f- four hour drive or so, and he comes to her matches, and uh, you know, she's she's had a little rough. I don't. She had a decent season, I guess, as a freshman. I think she's going to get stronger, and she'll get better next season. And so we're gonna kind of follow her a little bit next season just to see how how she's progressed as a person. But she knows I mean she was the catalyst of that first team at Lutheran West. So her yeah. role in this is huge. Like it's that without her, then there's no first team, then there's no, you know, three or four other teams that pop up right after that and say, Oh yeah, we can do a team. We can do this. Yeah. And then it's not you know, now there's a ton of teams and a ton of different high schools. And then there's still uh, other high schools that have one girl and that one girl is just she's you know, we have we're following one girl that she goes to Manchester High School. There's a tiny little high school outside of Akron. Yeah, I know it. And and she's she's a lone wolf and she knows it. She's like, I'm I'm wrestling guys at practice, but then I'm gonna go wrestle girls in the in the meets and I'm on my own. And she is well aware of it. She would love to have other girls on her team, but there's a small school. If if she knows that if she can get uh one person, it's not gonna be at her level. So she's just like it's probably better off for me. Just and what are the likelihood it, that that it's they're even the same size or relatively close? To oh, the same sure. size. well, that wouldn't matter because they're just sparring. But like, oh sure. But yeah. yeah, for her to like, like actually wrestle something, like she's got to go out there and you know she's at. <clears throat> it's interesting to watch her. There's two girls that are, three girls that are the only girls at their school at this time. One actually has a, a two. But this girl, this particular girl, like watching her like warm up as she walks around like like a wolf. She's just back and forth. She's focused. She's in it, and she's got no other, no one to warm up with, no teammates that are there. She's just got to get into it in her head. She's phenomenal. She's a great wrestler, and she uh, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, but yeah. So it's it's been a lot. I never knew a thing about girls wrestling. Uh, my only knowledge of of amateur wrestling is. You know, I went to St. Ed's for a couple of years, and that's a huge wrestling school, and yeah. and all those kids that you know, that won state championships, and how you know uh, how that school is. But yeah, I'm a huge professional wrestling fan. <laughs> I love that <laughs> wrestling. Mike and I were wrestling, yeah. you know, till yeah. we died. But doesn't like, really translate. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no even funny, like, one time, uh, we ahead. we had like an interview with one of the coaches, and I like Ryan. Uh, in a generous style, like, you know, asked us if we had any questions. And I was like, so I, I just was like, um, do you think, do the girls look up to, you know, because there's a lot more professional girls wrestlers right now? And he was like, absolutely not. Nope. Like, uh, like, I hate professional wrestling. I was like, oh, yeah. wrong question. It's, just a, it's a different, it's a different sport. But like, uh, there is one of our girls aspires to be a, a WWE superstar. Yeah. So she's she is one that kind of gets lost in her own head and just like kind of gives up and like doesn't she doesn't care as much as the rest of the girls so it's interesting to watch kind of her attitude towards it because she knows that like i'm good at this 
I could probably be good at that as well. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to try that hard because when I get old enough, I can go try to do that. And it'll be interesting to see what she does because she's got she's built to be a WWE superstar <laughs> yeah. for sure. Like I think she's wrestles at 185, so she's she's a, and she's so dominant. But she just is one of those girls that just gets. I don't really care right now about this, and so she stops trying, and her co- it makes her coach insane. You know, the poor guy. <laughs> He'll text me and be like, "I can't, get, I don't know what to do with her," and I'm like, I, "Hey, let's talk about it on camera." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, but she does. Like, I'm gonna hang up on you now because this is really good shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want you to keep that energy. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, we just think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great, and and I hope it, it opens more doors uh, to help more people get. You know, get to the next level. Uh, you know, colleges are still there's nothing. Girl wants to wrestle in Ohio. She's got two oppor- She's got two choices. Girl wants to wrestle at Division One school. She's got three choices. Yeah. Like there's just there's nothing for these girls, and it's this helps open some of those doors and 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 tells an entertaining at the story at the same time that I've done what I needed to do. Well, I agree. I, well, I was gonna say I I. Having been on some of the shoots, it's I think Ryan the way how they've picked some of the subjects is like they, as far as I've seen, they don't really play up to the camera. They just kind of are who they are. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to make pretty compelling things because you can tell when somebody in a, in a doc scenario kind of plays it up. And oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're they're very aware of the camera. Some of these girls, especially in that that last tournament um i mean when they lost i mean they they were not like it you know it, they were pissed oh, you yeah. know and, and they weren't like it, it wasn't like they were aware of the camera so they're they kind of hide it just they kind of let it all out so i i think it's going to make for some pretty compelling yeah television. and they're you know we've got we've been able to sit down they're more comfortable with us now so we've had some some girls open up to us about some stuff personally that's happened to them that like them telling those stories will help other girls if that have gone through those experiences. It's like that's that's really kind of what it's about. Is just you know it's sharing experiences so that other girls know they're not alone when it comes to everything. Really. Right. Oh yeah, especially something like this because yeah. it it, <clears throat> I, it just seems like it can be kind of alienating, especially like that one girl, the only girl. I mean that mm-hmm. it it feels like it could be alienating or at least feel alienating sure if you're the only girl on the wrestling team and you know that there aren't very many you know like down the road if that's what something you want to do you're like i literally like you said if i want to do this i have four options if i want to do this i have three that's it yeah it's not like everybody else yeah for sure and that's not even taken into my ability to perform at that level too right you know it's it's so my options might even be less or depending on my weight, now all of a sudden I have less. It just there's so many things you can go into that, and to, to not kind of feel to keep pushing through that. I mean, that's a especially for a young person. For sure, that's a will I did not possess as a teenager. No, no. I'd be like, what? Oh, I'll just no. do something else. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm really tired. You want me to lose how much by what time? Yeah, I yeah. can put on five pounds today. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's the truth, man. That's, yeah, that's, how that's, it is. that's 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 difficult. But like you said, it's it's uh, it's the type of thing that I think, like you said, not playing up to the cameras. Like, there's no way Alyssa plays up to the camera. No, <laughs> I just can't. No even, way. I don't know her very well, but from what I've seen, it just no. I did. She is who she is. Oh like, yeah, that's, she's a straight shooter. Because that's, sure. that's how Chris is. Yeah. 
No, she's a she's a trip. Actually, she's oh, yeah, hilarious. Sure. <laughs> but uh, no, it's great. And, you know, like I said, this is just one of you know we've at transitions we've got seven projects right now. Yeah, and a handful of you know there's 28 people employed there, so they're all working on everything. Uh, you know, we got people editing certain projects and then shooting other certain projects. So we're really trying to build an infrastructure here that of people that are well-rounded, but have very specialized uh, skills. So you know, some of these projects are going to come out soon, and and you know we'll have a, a track record stronger than the one that they already have. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're really excited. I mean, the these there's three projects that are like so they're so close to being out, and like I can't wait for people to see them because they're just they're so compelling and so such three of like three completely different but crazy stories. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, um. Going back to like, uh, uh, what was the time out of that take shelter? 2011? Is that around the time? Yeah. That's when it came out. So, so roughly yeah, 10 years ago. So roughly in the last 10 years, what is kind of like the Cleveland, and it's a really question for both of you, mm-hmm. what has kind of the, the Cleveland landscape been from for the last 10 years in terms of its progression? Sure. And kind of where do you think it's going to go like in the next 10? I know it's kind of a loaded question, but yeah. I, I, I'm curious what you're because you're you, again, you guys are the ones that are on the inside of these things. Yeah. What's it look like, and where do you think it's going? Well, uh, not too long after Take Shelter, uh, Avengers uh, partially shot here, and uh, that was really, I think, what put uh, a lot of Cleveland filmmaking on the map. Um, and so, like Avengers, Captain America, uh, that you know that that was really like kind of raised some eyebrows and stuff you know like oh wow like you can actually make things there and uh so it's been it's been pretty good uh the last couple years i mean 2021 they basically had a movie that was here for like almost a whole year um a netflix movie that'll come out later this year called white noise um there has been some negative press about that, that movie <laughs> re- lately but that's pretty good um, it, okay. and that that's just i mean partially because it was such a lengthy project and it the the budget ballooned um and noah bombach who is the director you know tended to be a little erratic as is, is you know basically I, I think that's the nice way to put it um but still that's a high profile movie that you know Netflix will probably position in the fall for awards contention I'm, oh, I'm wow. sure yep. um and and certainly a couple years ago having Judas and the Black Messiah shoot here and Cherry uh but Judas and the Black Messiah getting nominated for a couple Oscars definitely also um added to the profile so a lot of people Having seen that, uh, sometimes we are getting lately positioned for um, a lot of period pieces uh, because we can double for a lot of different cities like Chicago and New York and and Washington, D.C. So I will say uh, right now there are certain wheels in the motion in the the state Senate, in the state um, House that are going to... um, significantly changed the landscape of filmmaking here at least on the the commercial film side of things that it's going to i mean from what we're hearing it's gonna 
it's going to very much open the the tax credit which is or it's it's really a rebate but um i really think it's going to like open the floodgates quite a bit for projects to come here um so now, for instance let me i'm sorry just to interrupt yeah, you really quick for sure. instance like atlanta has an open do they have an open yes yeah, it's so un, like, uncapped uh yeah. incentive so that's what oh i see have. okay it basically it's going to make it a lot more accessible for more projects yes okay yeah. currently we're at 40 million a year in ohio where georgia is uncapped so that's why Everything so many things there. yeah when you you know any of the marvel projects on disney plus like you always see that georgia peach afterwards um so if we are uncapped which there is one of the bills that is looking like that oh it would be Breaking really news. that would be a huge thing then sound um, stages would go up like yes you'd see a lot more uh, infrastructure yeah. yes oh that's like great grip electric house because uh, a lot of times when the movies come here we we do have rental houses here but you have to go to cincinnati for like your heavy duty grip and electric equipment um it which is fine because it's still in the same state but you know if you don't have to spend a couple you know for people to go down for like a day because they usually have to rent them a hotel to to do the inventory um that would be great if it's here so that's what it's that's what it's kind of going towards right now and the the thing is we're going to need a lot more crew members i would say uh you know so we because i think one of the problems that we have is like we'll get these films people get a taste of what it's like and then they they move to atlanta they move to los angeles or new york because they want to work consistently so we need to get this incentive raised so we can have the year-round Okay. Film work because uh, a lot of times it, it dries sure. up sometimes in the winter for sure. Oh, okay, and okay, I see what you're saying because then if the work maybe takes them to say Atlanta or wherever in Georgia, and uh, you don't know when they're actually going to come back because what if they just keep booking more jobs there? Yeah, because they do have year-round kind of they have work year-round. Yeah. So yeah. We yeah. have so Cleveland gets or Ohio I have, gets I have that. A for instance, for you, really quick, there's a camera guy that was was I was working with a bunch here uh, that we got onto Cherry, and he was really really good. And the the DP of Cherry basically was like, "Yeah, I need you to shoot my next movie with me," and just pulled it basically like was like, "You're coming with me," and then he's like, "I can either take this job, which I know is going to take me to Los Angeles." Or I can sit and wait for the next one to come to Cleveland. So he obviously took it and moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, if in Cleveland, if he knew something else was coming or there was already something in the pipeline, which would be if there was a yeah. cap, like he would just be able to just move on to the next film. Yeah. Like it would yeah. just happen that quickly where he wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a thought process because he would like, I would love to stay in Cleveland, but I don't have that choice. Yeah. So now this would. Give... You got to go where the work is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the hope is like, say if, if this. Say if it, if it gets raised, and even if it's not uncapped, but it, say if it's at least 150 million or something, that also raises the profile that goes down to the other projects, like a doc, documentary projects or other things that that are happening here. So that's what we want, and that's what we're we're going to keep working hard for. Yeah. Um. You know, it, until until it it happens, and like I I don't I don't even know. Like I, I will obviously be very excited when it happens, but it's like one of those things where like it would be like 
oh shit, like you know, it's real. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now, the like, floodgates are open. Yeah, for sure. So, um, because we're even talking, if if it does get raised, like you know, I would be able to hire a personal assistant and stuff like that. Because like we would. <laughs> well, I think he's, he has he has I some think background. He's, in that. he's saying. Or I, I think he, you know, he. I'm all right. He, yeah, he, he's got his <laughs> VP job. So um, I'm a, I'm a but, studio executive. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but no, it would, but the experience you could gain. <laughs> but no, it's I mean, an unpaid internship. By the yeah, way. sure. It, it would be. <laughs> it would become like a all hands on deck. We're like yeah. we're going to need multiple people to handle different projects at the same time. So I I'm very excited when that day comes and and hopefully the state will not. Um, I, I, I realize, fuck it up. Uh, yep. I mean, that's, that's, that's Which, the one thing. Well, it, it's one of those things. You're, you, it, it almost, I kind of, again, not knowing much about it from the things you're saying. Sure. It kind of, you kind of liken it to the legalization of marijuana in certain states. Yeah. Because you yeah. saw like the first, if I remember correctly, the first month that it was legal in Colorado, mm. I think just in taxes, they made something like $8 million. Just buddy, one month of taxes. was a high school teacher who said that the schools, all the schools, all the public high schools, all got air conditioning. Yeah. Because it's like it paid for that. He's yeah. like that just that alone. Yeah. And then everyone just it, I know everyone needed to figure out a way where they can make money off it slowly, yeah. but it's like this if like if this is going to generate more work and you can you almost have case studies. Yeah. And I'm sure whoever's kind of lobbying for this is doing yeah. this, but they have case studies like this is going to one it's going to create jobs. Yep. It's going to create revenue. It's actually going to get probably get people to move here and stay here. Yeah. yeah. Keep uh, young people keeps, here. Yes. here. That, Start building building like thing. the infrastructure for, you know, maybe They've, making it. Yeah. He's been fighting for this for years. Even when I first started, I was like, "Oh, I see how important this is." I went down and testified in front of the Senate Budget Committee. Yeah. I was like, "I was like, I need this for." I, I didn't, but I was like, "This is, this is important for for me to grow as a, with my little business because yeah. I can start to get pull people in and and get more people working if this is a thing." Now transition doesn't benefit from the tax credit because it's doesn't documentaries don't work the same as as scripted but like i said if there's more people working then there's then there's more jobs without a doubt and then there's more we could start more projects ourselves and get those those pros to work on our stuff as well so well it's you know we just had this movie shoot about lebron james um called shooting stars and it, it was a it was a struggle where you know this is we so have... subject with joe <laughs> oh sorry well we had <laughs> i love that you apologize you don't even know why <laughs> <laughs> what up well I was like, we had uh you know obviously it's another have... doc we're doing mike i'll tell you about it okay. shortly when you have a movie like this coming coming in you want to make sure as many locals get on it and a lot of those locals who moved away could have easily been hired on that but because they were they're not local you know it's like we did struggle to to patch in some of those positions so they had to bring certain people that you know like the dp brought in some of his people from la so if if there was better things that you know we could have you know i'm sure you're talking about chris uh, or carl or chris right chris who was on cherry right or yeah, oh, Chris Davis. Yeah, yeah Chris mm-hmm. Davis. Yeah. So, like, Chris Davis yeah, yeah. could have been the first AC or, or the second yeah. uh, assistant camera. Um, but, you know, they, you know, because we've lost some of those people, 
um, you know, it, it, that's just the one thing that we sometimes face, you know, so we got to, got to get all those people back. Yeah. You know? Plus that, you know, it builds up the talent pool of like the creatives as well. Like it's more people are shooting here than there's more opportunity to be closer to the people that actually like get projects going. And it's like, okay, now yeah, I just made this conversation like, a... like, oh, hey, I've, I've got this guy who's a brilliant writer who, you know, he can't leave because his kid's stuck here. All yeah. right. You want to read what he's writing? Sure. And then that, you, that could potentially get that person, you know, you hand it to a producer that you're working with. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it could, it's, there's a whole different, lots of different avenues. I bet you get a, a decent amount of uh, actors and actresses too because who wouldn't want to act in something that is oh, for sure. in Cleveland or sure. move to a place like where it's literally... 20 times more expensive just to live oh, yeah. <laughs> in California or New right. York. I mean... Or, like, <laughs> I mean, a it, phenomenal acting school here in Cleveland called the Hood School. Like, there's there's a couple, actually. Yeah. But, like, yeah, all those actors could get more jobs and, and they don't have to... Yeah, there's just... It's an endless... We have, like, the basic infrastructure. It's just... Yeah. We need to populate it. You need that last need, piece yeah. to kind of mm-hmm. get... And that last piece will... It's not like that piece, from what you're saying, it sounds like that piece drops, and it's not like you have to go out and recruit. People will just come. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Word will get out, for sure. And it helps, in a positive way. It helps the film school. It helps everything. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's, except for a transition. <laughs> what, uh, well, you know, I mean. We don't need it. We're good. Yeah. I mean, Nobody needs to know. It's not really our focus. Our I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be. I've spent $6 million dollars on this wrestling project. <laughs> I need to make at least 90. <laughs> 90. Uh, I don't know. I mean, have five on me. I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> I'm, I'm being yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, that, that's, well, what is the reasoning behind not doing it? Oh, now, I know you're, you're dealing, you're dealing with, I know you're dealing with, you know, not to be cliche, you're dealing with a whole lot of back-end deals, corruption in terms of when you're dealing, uh, maybe sure. in a political sense. But being that we know it, you know it's going to generate money, you know it's going to generate jobs, you know it's going to generate population, What, what is the holdup? What's the one thing people say, Mike? Well, it. all right, so a film, <laughs> film is like, in Ohio, a lot of the businesses are, it's something tangible, something that you can touch, like a car, um, you know, a, uh, you know, a radio, you know, a microphone, something like that. Like a film you can't really touch. You can't, I mean, you eventually get to see the fruits of the labor, Yeah. but the perception a lot of times is that they're just bringing everybody in and there's not enough locals working on it so we're we're trying you know we've done studies like we've done this we did this study with the Oldsburg institute they're out of london they're like one of the most reputable people who collect all this data um and we we basically you have to bang it over their head just show like the numbers you know 1.2 billion dollars generated over the last 10 years you know stuff like that and and, you know all the the jobs created from it i I get it and i do like i I almost, to an extent, understand the argument, but let's just say for the sake of argument, that is true, and they are just bringing in workers to do this, and then sure. they leave. They're not leaving the revenue. Right. So, again, it's it's like a yeah cool argument, but you have no you have no reason. No one dislikes money. Right. <laughs> Except Bernie yeah. Sanders. I, yeah. I, one of the other things is that it's only, the films are really only going to two major 
areas. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Columbus um, gets a lot of commercial work. They don't necessarily get a lot of the film work. Okay. So that is sometimes, you know, in Columbus being where most of the the politicians work out of, you know, if there's not a lot going there, they... It's like sometimes they don't see it. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't think that it's going here. So that is um, one of the things that we're you know that we're encouraging, especially when we when we help scout for these projects, is to show that it not it's not just Cleveland proper. It's all it's like the surrounding um, counties. So especially the White Noise movie shot in like five different counties. So it, you know you show like. Hey, Wellington got a piece of the pie. So it's spread out. And, yeah. yeah. So stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there, there's just a lot of times where they they see it as, well, that money could go towards schools and everything. So by making it, because right now what it is is a refundable credit, so it, it comes out of the state budget. If you change it to a transferable credit, it's not on the, the books uh, it, it's kind of hard to describe, but like if it's a transferable credit, they the filmmakers actually have to sell the credit, so it's not on the state's dime. So that's why it's looking possibly that it will get raised because it's not on the bot like the the um, doesn't it's, take it's, off exactly. Yeah. So I hope that that makes sense. Uh, it, it's no, no, it's no, sometimes I, confusing to myself, but I, I know what you're, I know what you're saying, and, and again, I, and I know it's not your argument, sure. But there's just so many holes in that. Yeah. It, it's like saying, well, if we, we can't solve homelessness in Cleveland, we have to solve it everywhere. Like, but if you can solve it in Cleveland, you want to just start there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's right. a it's a like it doesn't have to benefit every single soul and in Ohio. If you uncap it. it like they'll be like, oh shit, something's shooting in Wellington. Well, we got Zor, which is right down the road, you know, sixty miles outside yeah. of Mansfield. Yep. Yeah. All right, th- that looks they look the same. All right, great, let's go. Ah shit, we need you know the river, uh, the, you know the yep. the rivers, you know that Cuyahoga's taken up, but on Tangy, let's yep. go. It yep. looks the same right there. Exactly. Well, that but they, exactly like it's yeah. unless you need unless this is like a a. a a desert-themed movie. We pretty much have most of what's <laughs> needed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mountains and desert. Yep. I mean, that's I'm like, oh god, where are we gonna find a an open green pasture? Like eighty percent of Ohio <laughs> yeah. is that. Got an ocean. We have cities, and most of it's fucking rural. Right. We got an ocean. We got a city. We got jungle. We got yeah. beaches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. Yeah. I, what am I? Uh, again, I know it's not your argument, yeah. but it's a. It's just like. Yeah, I know it's really going to help like ninety percent. It's but, fru- but what about yeah. those other ten percent? It is frustrating like- <laughs> with these. With these, uh, is he okay? Hey. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, he's fine. <laughs> Et phone up. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is frustrating with some of these politicians, but it, it's just they don't. A lot of times they don't know what they don't know. You know, if 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 it's not in their wheelhouse, they're they're not that sure of it. So we just have to educate them. Yeah. You know, and and not. Uh, I think even during the time when we almost lost the tax credit a couple years ago, I was just I was trying to tell people to avoid like putting like things on social media, basically bad talking the politicians. It's just it's like don't don't bad talk them because that that's not going to help your case. It's just educate them, let yeah. them know, you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, 
anything like that is going to kind of feel like or even be an uphill battle. I mean, I do, th- I do think it. Again, I think it is kind of. It seems a little similar to the marijuana thing because then you just start seeing. Now it's just kind of. It's almost like stumbling blocks. Like right. more and more, more and more states are legalizing. I'm like, holy yeah. shit! Why did we wait so long? Yeah, you know, like it's gonna happen in Ohio. Like yeah. I, they're just. It, they just they have to find a way to. Yeah. There's be- just, there's too many examples of. You know, no one did, no state legalized it, and then all of a sudden everything fell apart. Right. They're like, holy shit. Like, this is literally what is keeping Detroit alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you go to Detroit, and it's, I've never been That's there. That's driving. For, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, I went there, and I'm like, honestly, it, it's like Canada and Tim Hortons. That's how many different <laughs> weed stores I saw. Yeah. Like, they were yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was there for something unrelated. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Work for a concert. Work. I was there. Go I was Tigers. There. I was also working on a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is one of the other. Real quick, I'll just say, like all the other states surrounding us are raising their incentives. Yeah. So, like Pennsylvania uh, was at sixty. It's now going to one twenty. Uh, Kentucky went from zero to eighty, um, and Chicago or, or Illinois is also. Um, they they're increasing by quite a bit. So and those that's like our our main competition there. So if we if we don't keep up, you're left in the dust. Exactly. It's not too hard to get to those states from where we are. Also, exactly. you can call you can just say Chicago. No one knows anything else yeah. in Illinois. <laughs> Name another city in Illinois. <laughs> Springfield. Yeah. I didn't mean actually do it, you assholes. <laughs> Peoria. <laughs> Never mind. I forgot Francis about Studio that. spends a lot of time in Peoria. Yeah, I forgot. All right. I have a really big Peora, you know, listening base. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Where's that? Where's Wayne's World? Where's oh, uh, Aurora. 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 Oh, shit. I guess I could have got that one. <laughs> all right. Never mind. Illinois is amazing. <laughs> didn't know I See, we're didn't... all about proving theories wrong. Apparently. <laughs> I didn't know this was such a pro-Illinois crowd. <laughs> I made one little harmless joke about maybe Chicago's the only reason yeah. to go there. Yeah. And you guys are like, fuck you, man. Yeah. You've been to Peora? President Lincoln's buried, man. Springfield. <clears throat> Where would we be without Peora? <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, What do you guys got What do you got coming up? I didn't, well, what you can talk about. What do you yeah. have coming up? Sure. Do you want me to go first? Go ahead, dude. Uh, so I, I've actually been also working on a documentary project. Um, it's called Robert Banks. We'll talk about that later. Uh, it's about a filmmaker from Cleveland. Uh, so I, I've actually been working on this for <laughs> almost five years now. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things where the story kind of keeps evolving. So you have to, you know, we've been filming as long as, as long as it takes to, to get the, the resolution. So, um, yeah, hopefully my hope is to be done filming at, in November, uh, and then we'll go into to a deeper amount of post. Um, <laughs> and then right now the like I said the the tax credit's about to decide which films get the the credit. So hopefully you know if you uh, stay tuned to clevelandfilm.com, we'll be able to announce some of those projects. And if people are interested in working on them, you can apply for those projects. Um, and uh we're also getting ready to move our offices so that's that's what i'm dealing with this week but uh but no uh life has been pretty good good well good here is there anywhere that people is there anything people can do in terms of to try to push that like Um, is there is there like a website they should be aware of or a vote something like that yeah i would um keep 
Go uh, knock on doors. And keep, pl- <laughs> keep plugged on, on clevelandfilm.com. When the time comes, we're going to have a call to arms, basically, uh, because right now th- this bill that's circulating, they're about to go in there. I don't know what do you what do you call it the garbage time or uh, <laughs> or um, uh, when they go on like a recess for for a couple months. Uh, and when it com- yeah, well, when they come back in or in the fall, when when sessions start Session. again, that's when you know we'll we'll put a call to arms and like we're gonna need as many voices as possible to to raise it. So that does not feel like a job where you should have that long of a layoff. Uh, Well, I'm sure they... Summer vacations stop after school. I think they have a... I mean, I'm sure they they have a few things, but there is... There's a time period where... For these types of... Exactly. Gotcha, okay. Yes. So it's been... It was introduced before they go on their their recess... uh, Recess is the right word. Um, But in early... September is when they revive when this particular one will start to get legs again. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. How about yeah. you, bud? I know you obviously got the your wrestling dot stop. Yeah. Uh yeah, like us we've got seven three that are almost done, four that are in production. One starts Tuesday, which I cannot talk about. Uh I'm pro- producing two of those, executive producing. Uh some stuff on Outside of transition, just fun stuff that I'm working on with, you know, Chris and this guy Aaron and uh, what else? Pizza Boy, I just put money down on. Oh, nice. To nice. Executive produce uh, <laughs> my buddy's, this guy Mix movie. Um, but he, and I don't know if Mick will listen to this, but I, he's, it's P-I-Z-Z-A-B-O-I. So I, was, <laughs> I sold, I was like, yep, yeah. I gave you some money for that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know what it's about, but I will help you. Uh, I've read it. it. It's pretty. It's pretty entertaining. Is it really? I'll I'm sure prints. it is. Yeah. Uh, his first, like the fall, the fall prints, right? Autumn prints. Autumn prints. That was really good. Uh, but yeah, just you know, just kind of gearing up to head to Fargo, North Dakota, in about a month. So, do you guys know another city in North Dakota? Ah. <laughs> uh, Boise? This no, no. Where, that's no, Idaho. No. <laughs> yeah. There's also no other cities in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> What's the capital of North Dakota? That's South Dakota. So Bismarck is the capital Bismarck. of North Dakota. Yeah. Wow. Don't challenge you guys on cities. <laughs> so I have this movies and cities. <laughs> I have this crazy thing where I know like capitals and flags of all cities and countries. I can do capitals. You can do flags. Yeah. I can do flags of like countries too. Like where I'll sit on a plane. And look at my like I have these apps that I like, and I'll quiz myself on like African flags. Really? <laughs> yeah. I guess France every time. <laughs> they're like, nope, that's that Ohio. Like <laughs> <laughs> you mess up France and the Netherlands because they look the same thing. They're just reversed. I I could do cap because I had to a project in grade. This is one of those things that never left my head. I had to memorize the capitals for like in like fourth grade. Yeah. And we'll just be sitting here one day and just talking about. You know, the capitalist, and I'll just blurt it out. I'm like, why do I still know that? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help me, like, at all. I think even as a kid, I was like, why do we need to know this? <laughs> I'm never going to go to Missouri. <laughs> even as a child, I know I don't want to go to Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The flag thing is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super weird. I know all the presidents. I have weird things like that. Where I go to, like, see dead 
presidents' grave sites and stuff. And just, yeah, are you like? <laughs> have you almost checked off every ten more? Oh, ten more. Ten nice. more, and they're in the worst places. <laughs> Eisenhower is buried in the middle of Kansas, like he's like literally like in the central of the United States, like with nothing around him. Like I, I don't know that I'm going to go out there. So who's it? Somebody's in Iowa. I think it's uh, Truman is in Iowa, and then somebody's right outside of St. Louis, and two are in Texas. And Maybe you can take the take the Iowa um, uh, to, when to you get like to Dakota, big, North yeah. Dakota. No, it's, I trust me, I already looked. <laughs> it doesn't go that way. I have this route where it like cuts through Springfield, over through Iowa, down to St. Louis, over to Kansas, and then down to Texas. I have that wrap, mapped out. It's like four days. Oof. So I might just just do it one day, like when I'm close. Yeah, but there's like four that are like within three hours of me, like Buffalo and Hyde Park, where or wherever the Roosevelt is, and but yeah, I've got a lot done. <laughs> but yeah, just stupid shit like that. But yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> my hobby. It's dumb. Wow, but, your wife is a saint. <laughs> she's gone to some of them with me. She loves it. <laughs> I don't know if I can talk my wife into doing that. She's usually going to be like, is there a beach near there? Like, no. <laughs> nah, it's in Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it came about because we were on vacation, and our friend lives in, I said, she lives in Salem, which is an awesome city. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool. I bet you there's a couple, because we have Garfield here down the street. Yeah. And Garfield is super interesting because it's this giant thing that was built to him who was only present, that, not that long, I think it was like one, one term, and then a month into the second term, he was assassinated. But he's the only president whose casket is visible. Out of all the presidents that are, are buried, none of their caskets are visible except for his. He's the only one. And I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And then I was like, I wonder what the other ones look like. And then we just so happened to be going to Boston, and I was like, oh, I bet you there's a bunch of presidents buried up in Massachusetts. And my wife's friend's like, uh, there's none. <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> She's like, yeah. Wait, wait, no, the Adamses. But other than that, there's none. And I'm like... I would have thought that too. Where are they? And then you find out they're just trickled down the East Coast. There's like, there, you know, Coolidge is in uh, Vermont, and somebody's in Franklin Pierce is in New Hampshire, or stuff like that. You're just like, all right. So then we did this like little road trip through DC, where we're going to the Black Lives Matter march in 2020, and you know we were taking our kids, so there was a big, a big thing, and we just went up to Boston and back down to DC. Now just checking all these. Oh, oh well, hold on. Let's drive half hour out of the way here because this is. Oh well, we should just we should probably just go down to Virginia, right? Because there's five there. Let's go. <laughs> and then they're like, my wife is just like, yeah, okay, fine. This is what we're doing now. But then you know, it turned out to be pretty fun, just kind of hunting these, like get to the cemeteries and hunt and see like how they're all different and how some of them have these huge colossal things and some of them are just like stones. Like, the what, most powerful. Man how? Why is Truman's casket visible? Garfield. Garfield, sorry. I don't know. No idea. Him and his Like, wife. how is it? It's it's draped at the flag. It's it's in the basement of that Oh, of that okay. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's I'm so, so nice. nice. But, I'm like, so... the Ohio presidents have, like, these huge monuments to oh, them. Yeah. And that middle, those middle presidents from, like, 18, after Johnson, so, like, 19 to, like, to, like, probably anything after that. No, probably, like, 19 to, like... 30 are like huge like these huge things and then it becomes like like kennedy's is very nice obviously and stuff but like it, it's just it's so weird that some of these presidents that weren't president very long or good 
at being president have these humongous like monuments to them. Oh, yeah. I'm super like, excited. McKinley's is huge in I'm Canton. I'm so excited to see what Trump's <laughs> looks like. It's going to he's going to it's going to be like a like a city block. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a tower. It'll be a Trump tower. It's going to be a city under Trump tower. Yeah. I guarantee it. The biggest tower, the, the I'll largest have the best. tower. <laughs> I'm going to have the best. But like you think about stuff it's like all right, so he's going to go uh, he's going to be in Florida or or New York, More and then it's ago. like Obama will be in Chicago probably, and and other Bush will be in Texas. So it's like I gotta think about where those are gonna go, and Clinton will be in Arkansas. Like that's gonna suck getting to that. <laughs> so it's like that's where my brain's at. It's like where are these presidents gonna go? And I just go or back we'll, to Delaware for Biden goes. I think I think Trump is. I think Trump will be down. It'll be in Ohio because he's gonna be like, I'm so amazing. You're gonna cut me into fifty pieces. <laughs> And I will be in every state as I represent every brilliant. state. <laughs> I bet Quite frankly, ever... I would do that. My head would be on display in Trump Tower. Oh my just gosh. a beheading, just like on top of Trump Tower. If I, I'm think, trying to think about what he's thinking about. He's like, it'll be glorious. Probably he's, he probably thinks he's never going to die. That he is true. He thinks he's going to be frozen, and then they'll bring him back to life in a couple just of years. Keep, yeah, just Wolf keep fucking stuff up every 40 years. Just put pump oxygen into my chest. Yeah. Freeze my body. I'll be fine. I need... Every 40 years, I need to find someone that looks similar to Melania. <laughs> if you could arrange that every time you wake me up. Man, that is so interesting. I wonder where he would be. So, uh, I, I post these on my Instagram under under my highlights. It says dead prez, and I put what number they are in a little picture. And uh, I, I just, when I was in D.C., I, I was able to finally uh, knock out uh, Calvin Coolidge, who was in the, the national... Um, uh, He's in the National Church, whatever it's called. Anyways, and my my buddy's like, <laughs> he says he comments on it. He's like, can't wait to see forty five. <laughs> I'm like, yep, <laughs> me neither. But I wonder what it does. Be. Bum me out that people are excited to see anyone die, but I don't want to see anybody. Now die. that I'm thinking, I, I've never really thought about this. Like the the you know, the, the the presidential, but yeah, his is gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not, and even people that don't like him, they're gonna be like, "Of course you would do this." That that that's how you know it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this thing is. I mean, it's it might just be like a tank that just <laughs> like it's a mobile cemetery. No, wait, he be, just he just drives it. <laughs> Someone drives him around. All it'll be a gold something. Some, gold. It's gonna be absurd. <laughs> yes, something absurd. And then we're gonna find out a couple years after his passing that he siphoned money. Through the Federal Reserve to pay for it. <laughs> that's my that's my that's my guess. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to go visit it. He's just he's I'm just gonna, gotta go to my Instagram. You're just sitting there, like in front of this like golden yacht. Uh, I'd have, have to be like forty. There it is, forty five. Turn off your comments for that one. Man. Uh. <laughs> Maybe limit the comments on that one. Man. That's gonna get stupid. <laughs> it's but yeah, it's. Even like the, you're having these conversations with your children about each of these presidents, and you're like, "There's going to have to be that president that they they're going to have to have that conversation one day." Oh, I saw one today. <laughs> I saw one today. At some point, I remember because I was having breakfast. I was at the South Side, and uh, I don't know why I was eating. I was eating outside, and I don't know why I just looked over to the left, and there was this guy driving, and he had these two huge flags. This is such commitment, especially for your car. Two huge flags that both say Trump won. And I remember, 
I said out loud, I'm like, grow up. Yeah. Because I'm like, this, you got to get over it, man. Yeah. How is this the only thing consuming your life? Oh, yeah. He doesn't know who you are. <laughs> no. Nor does he care about you at all. No, he does all. not, man. It just says Trump. Like, you had to have that flag made or you bought it. And yeah. it was big. I don't mean, like, like little flags. I mean, yeah. they were large flags. Like, the kind of flags that the mascot runs out during a football game. Yeah. Carrying. They were huge. <clears throat> Flap it. To the point where I think it was actually impacting the drivability of his car <laughs> i tell you what a really quick story also i'm super sorry if you're a huge trump supporter <laughs> i am not okay because <laughs> um, you were you were you were strangely quiet for a while no. <laughs> uh i was just no. in like i said i was just in dc uh, i'll make this a quick story because i know it's probably gonna no it's cool yeah sorry um i'll get you guys out uh but i was in i went to the capitol and I went, it was a very awkward surreal feeling to be in that building oh yeah again and I'm like, my head was on a swivel the entire time. I'm just like, uh, make America great hats. Like there's one over there. Like, it's like, it's like, what are you like? What is going on? Yeah. Like, what are in these people's minds? And I never, I never felt, but it doesn't feel the same anymore out there. And especially in those places, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is cool. This is the, this is like the center of, a, of the free world. And it, it feels like. Yeah, this is the center of the free world, but you can't go anywhere. You can't like you're. We're gonna watch everything you're doing now, <laughs> like which is maybe the way it was has always been, but I never, at least I never felt that way. But it was definitely DC is definitely a different feeling these days. Like it's. Super I haven't crazy. been in in years, and I honestly have no desire to go. I, yeah. I just I did. I'm like, no, I'm good. I love it. I yeah. love DC. I, love I loved the, it too. The, 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 the few times stuff. I was there, I, I I had a great time there. It's yeah. a really cool city. Oh, but it's, it's it's a fun time. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was that's just it's a weird place to be now. Like where especially right now. I mean the the, the big fences are still in front of the mm-hmm. White House. And like the Capitol building is all blacked off and they're fixing it still. Like it's mm. just a weird just weird thing. Yeah. Like a war kinda happened. <laughs> Anyways. No. Nothing about movies. You can cut that shit out. Nobody <laughs> cares about that. No. I might cut everything else out. <laughs> It'll just podcast be a was a minute it'll and a half long. It'll be a 15-minute <laughs> podcast of just you visiting dead presidents. <laughs> Mike never spoke. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, you're good, man. Yeah, I'll get you guys out of here. I know it's background. late. I know it's yeah. late. I'll get you guys out of here. But uh, please definitely check out uh, – I'll tag both of you guys in this, but check out Ryan. Check out Mike, the things that they're doing. Thank you. Um, really awesome. And, again, just you know, kind of theme of what we've seen with everybody, just really kind of supporting Cleveland. It looks like you're really moving toward – bringing more of these cool things to the city which everyone loves totally yeah well that's it man appreciate you guys coming in taking the time thank you so much joe appreciate it guys thanks a lot all right